even lying that song is sort of growing on me it, it, it grew on me from the first time you played it <laughs> so bad it's good it was like for, at first it was a troll but now i'm like i'm enjoying it it might it's, it might hit my playlist one day it's i think it's already on mine oh, man. it's already on mine wow i don't know if, if if it's on my public playlist gotcha it's on my <laughs> headphone playlist but uh hello everybody welcome to the misfit nation podcast I'm your host, Krishan the Don. You could follow me, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, at Krishan the Don on all those dead social media platforms. <laughs> oh, I got this. Watch this. Here it goes. Yeah, it's your boy Squill. You can follow me on Twitch. That's S K I R I L L K I I L. Yeah. Not sure if it's two eyes or three. I got to check. And then, howdy. It's your boy, Wonder. Follow me at Trades. T-R-A-D-E-Z, customs with an S, and check out the website, com. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. And, uh, yeah, Skrill will be out this week. You can see him in the chat there. Much love from Turks. Son, son of a bitch. Yeah, he had he had to make sure everybody knew where the fuck he was right now. He's he's joining a um, sex trafficking organization. <laughs> Turks and Caicos right now. He didn't want y'all to know, but it is what it is. He's, he's uh, trying to get into the cabal by working his way through the actual yeah. trade. Yeah. That's what it is. And I guess that kind of kills when I throw up my live shot now. I mean, Fort Lauderdale Beach is nice, but <laughs> Turks and Caicos, that's a whole different... It's a whole different beach out there. A whole different deal. Well, uh, stay safe out there, sir. Uh, but you wouldn't take the walk to Pol... Ugh. No, that's not... I don't even want to get into it. We'll save it. We'll save it for later, because yeah. I have a really good uh, video... That I'm gonna show Skrill next week. Ah, all it's right. gonna kill his his Rick Ross love. <laughs> it's weird. Essential infatuation. I, I can't lie though, he is kind of essential. A little bit. Only because we're here. It's not essential anywhere else. Oh, like the way Trick Daddy is yeah, essential. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Maybe. Maybe. I'll give it to him. He's he's up there with the the was it the Mount Rushmore of Miamians. <laughs> he's up there. I don't know. That might be who else is there? I'd put Pitbull. Don't give me that face. <laughs> you would too, if you think about it. Well, okay. You got to put Trick. It's Trick. It's Uncle Luke. Uncle Luke has to go up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? Pitbull, because he became, he's from Miami and went international. He has to be on there. He has to. I'll give it to and him. And he was a legit Miami guy. Yeah. Um, and it's either Rick Ross or Flo Rida. So which one are you picking? <laughs> I would go Flo Rida. You got to be fucking kidding me. I'm taking I'm taking Rick Ross. I'm going Flo Rida because I think he's uh, he international. went more international. And also, uh, I have to make up for sizing him at the video shoot. Hey, Flo, hope you're doing well out there. <laughs> to be honest, he gives a fuck about Flo Rida. Bro. <laughs> right, he gives a shit. <laughs> I didn't give a shit then. I don't give a shit now. Yeah, Flo. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm, I'm, hey, I'm over Florida. Ah, hey, look at that. Check out the drip. Where woke goes to die. 
Um, I'll tell you something. I want to talk about what assholes. Uh, every everybody that works at a gun store for some reason has to be an asshole. Like they're all assholes. I'll give you one exception in a minute, but they just. I'll tell you what I mean. Okay. Um. Anytime you ask a question, they automatically give you like almost like the eye roll, almost the, like why you don't should you know, know this, this information. Yes. <laughs> And yeah, I'm like, fuck that. it, it's a gun. Like, I'm that. asking you so I know. They really feel like, first of all, I'm going to give you a little heads up of half of these gun clerks. Yeah. They get trained at their fucking job. They didn't know anything about guns before they walked into that gun store and got a job. Right. For, so for them to be acting so pompous about shit, go fuck yourself. I l- Let me tell you what happened today. All right. I went in because I'm looking for a holster for, my, for a new gun I got. Yeah. And the gun is a little bit smaller. So, um, I go in and I'm like, uh, I'm looking at holsters and I'm like, fuck, I don't know which one matches, which one fits and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So I go to the gun, to the, to the guy at the counter and I go, Hey, um, I'm trying to see if this holster fits my gun. And, and also the holster cases that they're sold in come where you can unzip them and actually yeah, open, open them. Yeah. So you think you can, you know, it's not, it it's not sealed. You could try it. Yeah. So I go, do you think I could just take out? My gun is unloaded. Can I take it out real quick just to see this and that? He looks at me and goes, dude, there's no reason to take out your gun. Don't ever take out your gun. And, I, and I'm like, first off, I can take out my gun. I've done it before in a gun store to match to see if it was the same size. As, like, yeah. like, as long as it's not loaded. They rack it to make sure it's, right. it's not loaded. It's just the way he did it. It was like, it was like I was doing something illegal. Like, I was doing something wrong. I'm like, bro, if there's any place in America you should be able to take out your gun. It's in a gun it's store. It's in a fucking gun store. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, I, this is how I feel about like, gun store helpers. That's what I'm going to call them. The yeah. helpers. Um, they're, they're, they're the bottom tier concealed holders in America. There's What is that? What do you mean? There's military. There's cops. There's security guards. Oh. And then there's those fucking assholes. <laughs> I see. I see. So, but they really act like they're up there with the fucking military and gun holding. Right. Fuck them, bro. They don't, none of them are there to educate. All of them are there just there to do their job. It goes back to what I always say is if you don't love what you're doing, don't fucking do don't it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. And that's Especially them. with something that serious. Like yeah. I'm asking a gun question because I hold I'm... my gun in because I need it to be comfortable and safety at the same time, bro. Yes. And they're going to be like, just read the bag. Does it say it fits your gun? What if it doesn't fit my feeling? What if it's not ambidextrous? What if it's only right-sided? What and if that's it's what... outside or inside? Like there's a lot of things about a holster. Bro, I told them, I'm like, I'm I'm like listen i'm left-handed like the gun is 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 it's not it's like in the middle of small and medium so yeah. you can't even get one that says medium, medium yeah. you have to get one specific i'm like bro there's a lot of reasons why i need to check it and you're making it a fucking issue that that doesn't and then also it's the attitude that you're saying but it makes sense just like a a, a security guard might be a dick because he wants to be a cop and then we go fucking rent a cop <laughs> yeah, go fuck a rent a cop that's them. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the. I'll give you the only exception, and I don't know if this is every gun store, but um, the only cool people at gun stores are the English guys. Every time I go, I always see English guys. They're really cool. They. I'm gonna tell you. They the, educate you. The coolest one there is the one that's straight to the point, old as fuck, and it's the gunsmith. Bro, I had a I had an encounter with the gunsmith. <laughs> then I'm like, you're an asshole. I. <laughs> 
I had to convert my gun because again, I'm left-handed. Yeah. And and uh, they told me I can convert another part of the gun, right. but I it turned out the gunsmith was like, no, you can't convert that part. Yeah. And I'm like, well, the whole reason I bought the gun is because they told me I could. could yeah. And he, he looks at me and he goes, well, do you really need to? And I'm like, well, I mean, even if I don't need to, like, because it's the part that the, the shell pops out. Yeah. I'd rather have the shell pop out of the other, other side. side. yeah. And then also I could click the gun with my, with my left hand. Right. So I'm like... I mean, I don't need to in order to kill somebody if that's what you're asking me, but for comfort, yeah, yeah. it's my gun. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Just do do what you can do. And I'm gonna be honest with you, it's also the place you go. I'm not gonna state it on here, but I know where you went. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Sometimes you have to say fuck them, bro, because they feel like they're the only ones out there. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go to a different one. But the only one was because the thing that was, I like about the English guys, it's almost like you're. Like you're dealing with Jason Statham. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, I want to get a, a nice rifle. All right, we're gonna go up to the uh, rifle section. We can get you a noise gun. He's like, we're gonna take the knife. This is a knife. You need a gun. You want one with with a with a P mag, and you want don't put the grip on it because it's gonna be. A, all right, okay, thank you, my man. All right, my they call you my my yeah. man. The best places to go are the gun shops that are pawn shops. That's what you told me before. And I think I need to. Bro, because those are those are the those I'm are going the, too high end. Those are the niggas. Of the fucking, maybe that's what I am. You, you gotta, you gotta be. You, for some reason, when you talk guns and stuff like that, you gotta be kind of ignorant. You can't be politically correct every fucking time. No, no, no. That's the thing. That's why I asked you about it yeah. because I was like, all right, let me check if I'm being sensitive on some like they're not giving me good, good customer service. Like I don't mind you being like straightforward, not no bullshit, not even being nice to me. Like, but the the attitude of like you said, why don't you know this already? Right. It's like I feel like I'm de dealing with a with a fucking liberal college kid, and I'm like, bro, you're selling guns. And to be real with you, I guarantee most of their ideology in a gun store is left. I wouldn't be surprised. College kids <laughs> just want some money. <laughs> I learned some new things and and the ones that are also the biggest dickheads are the ones that have to clean the range oh i see the range see. duties like those those are the worst bro yeah because they hate their job they're just there to do it yeah, yeah i, I could tell, tell they have this very like lackadaisical fucking attitude yeah and then the second they see like something your gun is like tilted to the side yeah dude what are you doing yeah what do you do why do you have live ammo over here bro like, you, got, you gotta watch the safety man all right. Next time I have to come over here, you're out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I had I had one time where I fucked up. I I put the gun because I was I it was unloaded, of course, yeah. but I had it like where I was unloading the clip, mm -hmm. not the clip, the mag, the mag, yeah. Um, to to uh put the range bullets in, and he, dude, he lost his mind. I was wrong, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, I was like, fuck, sorry. You know what I mean? Like I was apologetic. Yeah. But dude, like he was just on me. On, like I didn't even enjoy my time there the rest of the time. I'm like, all right, I get it. I, I fucked up. I told you I did. Relax. Fuck out of here. I, I've had my <laughs> run-ins with a lot of them, but the problem that they usually have with me is I'm more knowledgeable than them. So now it's mm. a problem because they'll tell me something and I go, "What the fuck are you telling me? That's not accurate." Yo, get someone else. Let me let me hear someone else's. And then now now they're pissed. Oh, I, I, I'm the one with the, don't you see my name tag here? Don't you see it says I'm a technician? Get the fuck out of here, bro. You don't know what you're talking about. I think, I, I think I'm getting into that place where I'm like, I'm still not as knowledgeable. Yeah. But like, I'm starting to like, where I've had the experience where I could take my gun out at a gun store. Yeah. Like, that's not a problem. I've seen people do it all the time. Correct. 
And him to say that, I'm like, I know you're lying right now. Why would you even? You're just power tripping right he's now. He's power tripping, and he he wants to make you like a mockery because I guarantee that he's like this man was trying to pull out his gun. Look at this, like, right, he know right. His fucking gun. It's a holster, bro. Like there's those are those, and that's dangerous for a gun shop for those to be like, bro. If it says small, you have a small gun, and that's it. Pay for it. Get out there. Put it on your hip and just walk, keep it moving. And no. then even when I was like trying to be like cool with it, because I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'm not gonna argue with you in the gun store. And then I go, I go, all right, what's the return policy in case I get one that's not the right side? He like fucking rolled his eyes again, and then goes, it just can't have any damage. You have to have the receipt. And, and I think I know which one you're talking about too. I I I, I could. 95% sure I know exactly Oh, I want to choke one. him, bro. I know I exactly which one you're talking about. I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. And then a cool uh, one of the cool guys, that the one that actually sold me my first yeah. gun comes and he's like, oh, let me help you. He actually got one out of the case that was the same one. Started helping Wasn't me. Wasn't that there the first time you got the gun? You were there the first yeah, time. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, all right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just, I just noticed it every time I go into a gun store. It's just this fucking weird attitude. So I'm glad I wasn't the only one. No, no, it's definitely a stigma. You could actually see forums where people are like that. They're, most of them aren't there to inform more than to enforce. <laughs> You'll get more information from one of the customers. You'll get more like information I've, on YouTube. That too. Or again, one of the English guys. Yeah. We're going to go over to the store. Or you go, We're going to pick up, pick up a You go to a M14. pawn shop and you find the first white dude that's 6'5 with a fucking Duck Dynasty beard. He's gonna steer you to the right fucking direction. It's always every time. the Duck Dynasty looking guys, and they're the nicest motherfuckers. Yeah, he's gonna steer you in the right path. And I love how they talk about their guns. They have this like little pride, like, oh, I gotta. You can go into a pawn store gun place and be like, "Yo, I'm trying to blast this motherfucker's head off. Which bullet, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, "Oh, well, you need tracer rounds, bro. You got dang, what you gonna need?" <laughs> You ever just dip a little bit in gasoline and put it in there and shoot that but some bitch? That motherfucker's gonna have a time of his life, I'll tell you that much. Oh, that's what shit. you're gonna get. He's gonna have the time of his life. That boy gonna be kissing the devil's feet by the time he's gonna be gargling Jesus' nutsack by the time you're done with him. Oh shit. Alright, well let's get to uh let's get to some business. I just had to get that off my chest. If you're a gun store uh, clerk or whatever the fuck you call it, fucking lighten up. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Enjoy your fucking job, bro. You can hold yeah. a gun all day, bro. Right. Like, it's it should be the it should be the ultimate man job, bro. Right, right. That's the It should be a job that you should expect that you're gonna you're gonna inform people on something. Take it with pride, bro. Right, right. It is one of the but that's like that's it's one the of the fabric only, of America for Christ's sake. That's sakes. one of the only jobs that's not government that's a fabric of America. Yes. <laughs> Holy fuckballs. All right. Well, we got to get to this. That should be every sovereign citizen's job, bro. Work at a gun store. I want people to audit gun stores. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wish they were government run so you could audit them. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Um,. So were you a were you a fan of the Proud family growing up? <laughs> Never was. <laughs> <laughs> Never was, and it got me since fucking the the Destiny's Children did the theme song. Ever since then, I was like, "Fuck this." Is that show. who did the theme? Yeah. Oh wow, wow. Um. Well, the Proud family. I guess they're back. Are they? What is the the, the slogan? Uh, Bigger, blacker, prouder. And yeah, some shit like that. <laughs> 
That's all black people's slogan. Now they did a uh they did something that I'm a big fan of. I'm a huge fan of you know this. It's actually documented on the show. They did some slam poetry. And um you know, a good friend of mine by the name of Jack Fresno, he sent me this. Mm. Said we'll we'll enjoy this piece. Said we're gonna enjoy this. So they did a slam poem called Slaves Built This Country. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm just gonna play it. Cringe TV, people. They're about to tell us the truth. Built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Tilled this land from sea to sea to sea. First it was rice, tobacco, sugar cane. Then Whitney did his thing and cotton became king. And we were its soldiers. Four, Four million, million strong. Fighting for America's freedoms, even though we remained America's slaves. slaves. Built this country. <laughs> the descendants of slaves continue to build this. Slaves built slaves. this country. And we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations for their suffering. And continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the systemic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy that America mm. was founded with and still Yeah, this, this show is definitely not playing to my kids, bro. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know that right now. You think if 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 uh, white supremacy was such a big deal, you think they'd be able to find a picture of it like that wasn't from 1965? I promise you, after you saying that, someone's going to hear you and they're just going to put a average working blue collar white man. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll, they'll share a picture of Kyle Rittenhouse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, let's see where this goes. Slaves built this country. Not only theory. By the way, new button. Slaves built this country. And you see how they have the fucking white apologists holding all the signs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> While they play the they play stereotypical fucking African music behind it. So now they're saying that it was the black carpenters and masons and field hands that built this country. I mean, they had a part in it. They didn't build it. Someone had to maintain it. Yeah, we had to keep you guys in line. Had something to do. Give you guys something to do. It's like I, I see a slave running. I'm like, what is he doing? He's got a job to do. There's nothing worse than a bored nigga. I'll tell you that much. Right? <laughs> you can have a tired nigga or a bored nigga. Which one you would rather? Slave, baby, Inventors, masons, blacksmiths, musicians, inventors, build cities from Jamestown to New Orleans to Bannockhead, Washington, 40 acres and a mule. We'll take the 40 acres, keep the mule. We, we made, made your, your families rich. From the southern plantation heirs to the northern plantation. See, even from that quote, 40 acres and a mule, you could keep the mule, I'll take the 40 acres, and do what? You'll need a mule still to do, like, transport and do anything that's labor-worthy. <laughs> do you not understand the purpose of the mule? <laughs> Y'all just want the land. And that's <laughs> their mindset since then, bro. No, 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 because this is what I think they mean. When they say they want the land, they want the stuff that's already built. Like, uh, what's something that's, uh, like a city okay, so that's what, already what, built. What's the representation of the mule? Government? Well, that's why they're saying Police? we don't. That's why they're saying we don't even want that anymore. We want just the land, the shit that's already. That's why I said when they say land, they mean the stuff that's already built that already has value. That slaves built. Because the slaves built it. Okay. That's what they're trying to okay. say. All right, I see that. Yeah. 
I mean, it's bullshit. And to be and to be fair, when they go, uh, we made your families rich. It's like you're talking about a small, very small percentage of families that got rich from slavery. You still make white people rich when you buy the Balenciagas and the Louis Vuittons, <laughs> go to Walmart. You know, you know, all these all these things contribute back to the same ancestors y'all are talking about. If that's what you're saying, yeah. yeah. It just New England ship owner, the founding fathers, former president, current senators, the Illuminati, the New World Order, former presidents. I love how they slid that in there. They just wanted to say Trump, Trump, Nixon. Oh, black people built Mount Rushmore. You're gonna see, because this part to me is a little like it doesn't make sense and i'm just gonna play it real quick yeah we had tubman turner frederick d didn't they say Lincoln? now isn't the problem of building mount rushmore that they carved up the sacred rock of the fucking susquequashan people yeah so like would it it would be okay though if we did it with black faces yeah yeah we could be intrusive as long as we could destroy that yeah that sacred rock it's fine yeah as long as we include it so the problem isn't that it's the rock that got carved up. It's that, like, if we put if there was, Barack Obama. Yeah, if there say, was five black people in the front line at the Capitol. Nobody would have a problem. No one would have had a problem. Right. Didn't they say Lincoln freed the slaves? But slaves were men. And women. And only we can free ourselves. Emancipation is not freedom. Jim Crow, segregation, redlining, public schools, feeding private prisons, where we become slaves again. As we All those are gone. I'm sorry. There's this thing, yeah. There's this thing that, that uh, I heard somebody say. It might have been like a, a, a Larry Elder or somebody like that. Um, what's the other guy? I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell. Okay. Yeah. Um, that if you're a black person that was born after about 1970, 1975, mm-hmm. you have nothing to, like, you have no even claim to really any of this. Jim Crow, redlining, all that shit. Because yeah. after that, that's when they put in affirmative action and government assistance, all that all shit. That, yeah. So it's like them to even do this it's, it's just keeping the anger let's keep the anger going for yeah, the new generation never forget never forget yeah which again you could forget you could do the never forget thing but it's also like don't do that with the anger behind it because then and then also this thing of just like it's all slavery we always got to push slavery to black kids they got they got to ha- they got to know it they it have has, to know it that has anger to be known yeah, and it's all political, and that's why Rob is like that shit out of the school system. That's not what exactly. we're about now. Now he's being tagged for trying to kill Black History. Uh, right, right. You see how they fucking yeah, play it. Yeah. But this right here is not Black History. This is what they think is Black History. Yeah. This is they go. This is the real Black History. I mean, I think this is the this is the Black History for kids because it's still a Disney show. No, what I mean is this version that they're telling. Oh, okay. Where the emancipation is not freedom and Mm. all that shit. It's like they're giving a real perverted version of what actually happened. Happened. So it's 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 really not history. It's a perverted version of it. Well, let's finish it. Got a couple. Juneteenth for the umpteenth time. Our account is still outstanding because this country was built on slavery. 
slavery, which means slaves built this country. And we demand our 40 acres and a mule. You can keep the mule. Keep the 40. We're taking our freedom. Oh, keep the 40 now, okay. <laughs> so are you even just saying fuck reparations? Yeah. Right, that's fine. That's even fine the Haitian me. character is like, oh, they got nothing to do with me. Oh, are they all like <laughs> crying? Oh, they must have had like a scene where I bet you it was two black people were fighting. These these people were fighting because he's all cut up and bruised. And they see this and now they're like, oh, we need to unify. My brother. Oh, what was that playing in the background? Sounded, I don't know. That was definitely Afrobeat. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, wow. That little quick, quick hit and I knew that was Afrobeat. You know what, uh... What I what I've been calling Afrobeats, the Jigga Blues. Hey, <laughs> you gotta give yourself a button, man. You are a racist. Blues. <laughs> uh, wow. I apologize. I apologize. Oh, pride. <laughs> hey, what up, everybody in the chat? I see y'all. Uh, Gavin Giant, slavery. The British kind of stopped it. Even though some numpties think it's numpties, think it think certain things. Is that a new word for black folks? Numpties. Numpties. Oh, I, I don't kinda, know. I kind of like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Got to figure numpties. that one up. Numpties. You're uh, the two. Uh, charcoal briquette, a moulinian, <laughs> a um, numpty. Well, I mean, we could throw that in there, too. It's like, you know, there's still slavery in Africa. There's no slavery in America. Why don't you focus on... Why don't you fight the real fight, then, and go free slaves in Africa? Nobody's stopping you. There's still slaves in Africa. And you're over here bitching about shit that has nothing to do with anything today. You could literally go to the Middle East and fight the war and not be... Like, be be a mercenary. Like, you could do the same thing in Africa. So if people want to get together and end slavery in Africa, then you're now we're talking. Now we're talking about something that I'm not, I'm not saying, saying it's a good, good idea. idea. I'm just, I'm just saying, saying now you're talking about an actual problem, not some bullshit. All right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, numpties is basically soft a soft term for idiots. Okay. okay. I guess I'm a numptee for not knowing. <clears throat> all right. All right. Well, uh, what else do we have here? Oh, I got a quick thing. And then we'll get on to our racist court. I got a little... Well, actually, let me set up first. I got a little segment that's not up here. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. Got a little segment called Bitches Say the Dumbest Thing. Oh, I love this segment. <laughs> That fucked up. All right. Oh, whatever. I'll have to fix that at some point. <laughs> Bitches say the dumbest things. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. So, uh, the press secretary, the uh, White House press secretary, excuse me, Corinne Jean Pierre. Not the first time she has said some befoolery. 
some dumb shit. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Continue. She's been uh actually she's been on this segment before, right? I believe so. Her and Kamala. Yeah. Constantly. So she basically was questioned on why the president is bragging about gas prices. I mean, have you seen gas prices as of late? Have they gone down dramatically? No. Uh, yeah. I don't hear anybody raving about gas prices. No. So this was her answer. And last one. Why is the president bragging today about gas prices? Because it's gone down. It's still a dollar and seventy-two cents higher than when he took office. It has come. It has come down in a way that we haven't seen. Its trajectory coming down in over a decade. Still and over it is four dollars a gallon. Okay. Though is that good? You want to talk to a nurse or a teacher or a firefighter if if having that little bit of breathing room doesn't matter to them. Our nurses and teachers and firefighters saying gas prices are only four dollars and eleven cents. This that, is great. I'm saying that 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 even that little bit of breathing room matters to families, especially during this summer when people are traveling, when people are trying to do what they can for their families, when people are trying to think about what are we going to do with our kids, drive them to camp, driving to see other family members across the country. This matters. When you think about 85 cents uh, per month for a family member, you think that doesn't matter for everyday <laughs> Americans? That matters. And the reason we're seeing that is because of the work that this It's like that thing, if you say it with more passion, it means more. <laughs> it doesn't. 85 cents per family member a month. That's what do you have? Four? What happened? You have four family members, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's 85 cents times four a month. It matters. It matters, bro. It's breathing room. <laughs> you- Imagine the first responders, bro. They're, they're fucking doing backflips. Because the trajectory. How do you not take a vacation with all that breathing room? Everybody should be able to. You could you could fucking get a cheeseburger on a Sunday at McDonald's. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yeah, no, you can buy everybody. Actually, do they even do that anymore? I don't think they do. The twenty-five cent cheeseburgers and all that. No, that's dead, right? Yeah. Even like 10 cent wings and shit like that. You have to buy a 10 piece first before it becomes 10 cent. <laughs> President has done the last several months is because of what the historic tapping of the strategic petroleum reserve, uh, 1 million uh, gallons per day until September. That matters uh, because of all the work that he continues to do when it comes to inflation. So he's going to continue. There's more work to be done. He's going to continue to do that work. But I, I, to say that um, that uh, the, the changes, the drop that we have seen uh, in in uh, the, at the pump per gallon doesn't matter. I think that is wrong. It I up think as that you is go. not true, and I think that does give a little a little bit of space of breathing room. But Chris, if it doesn't matter if it's one cent, five cents, or eighty nine cents, <laughs> as long as it's going down, it matters. It's even one <clears throat> cent. It matters. It's breathing room. It's breathing room. It's all breathing room. Imagine one cent. It's a cup of coffee. What a dumb cunt bag she is. It's 1939. <laughs> <laughs> when Frankfurters costed a nickel. What the fuck is she talking about? Every milkshake came with a shoe shine. And not only that, uh, it was pretty much everything he did in his first like couple months that made gas prices go like through Scott. the roof. He got rid of the, the pipeline. What was the other uh there was a couple other things he did that uh 
I can't, I can't rattle them off right now. Um, birth a son that does crack and leaves <laughs> laptops and pawn shops. Started a war. Started a war. Um. Yeah, I think his his son is actually working on in an oil company, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was an oil company. But yeah, yeah I mean, just like even just the inflation itself. Which you know goes, and then her answer is like, "Well, he's he's taking uh, a million gallons a month out of the reserves," and they go, "That's a good thing." And it's like, "That's like, isn't that the reserves that Trump was buying up yeah. during his presidency?" And that we like all the <clears throat> reserves that we were trying not to touch during the pandemic, and that we kind of had to. It's getting touched by him for everything. Yeah, it's like that's that's his big accomplishment. I took out of the reserves. All right. Just dumb, dumb, bro. dumb. Uh, yeah, she, she's she's the best defense lawyer <laughs> Biden has by his side right now. You think? I don't know. The other one before, <laughs> she was completely evil, but at least, <laughs> at least she was smart. Uh, she, if she could battle that the price is still a dollar and change increased but having a decrease of 89 cents is something to brag about and then not only that at the end of it turn it around and go i think what you're doing is really <laughs> really dishonest <laughs> to the guy that asked the question yeah. what the fuck you know that there is some kind of talent in that yeah she's getting better She's definitely getting better. That's some crazy shit to say. Jesus. All right, let's see if this works again. That's bitches say the dumbest things. Hey. Love when things work right. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get Alex Coquito on, I don't know if I even announced that. Alex Coquito will be on at 9. But before we get him on, ladies and gentlemen, time to bring back a very special segment actually our first segment that we ever we we ever made up on the show ladies and gentlemen racist court in an overly sensitive society racially based comments are considered to be especially outrageous on the misfit nation podcast the dedicated broadcasters who investigate these ridiculous and sometimes hilarious obscenities are members of an elite squad known as the racist court these are their stories hear ye hear ye is that how it starts in a courtroom all rise. All yeah. rise. Yeah. That's what you say. Court is now in session. I think that's what they say, too. Okay, so uh, we have... Sorry, give me a second. Why is this here? Buy me some time, Wonder. We have the <laughs> honorary Krishan Dadon, an honorary Wonder, here in the courtroom today. And while he's getting his shit together, make sure you like, share, and subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you can be the first to watch any of our new content when it drops. Absolutely. And he still needs some more time, <laughs> so <laughs> I can kind of give a little bit of a 
Yeah, give us a synopsis on what <laughs> we're doing. What's going on. Today we have in the courtroom, we got some evidence in of a school that decided to celebrate Black History Month in a way that is a little shaky. I can't even lie. It's a little shaky. You're a little iffy on this one? <laughs> <laughs> you think? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I might have a... Uh... I might have something for this. I might have something. All right, this is all fucked up. Jesus I Christ. Actually, I'll play it, but let's go. I actually might have a new a new category one. that has to be placed in a certain... Oh, for this? Yeah. Okay, interesting, interesting. All right, let's play it, and I'll fix everything while I play it. At a Rockland County middle school, sounding the alarm over a lunch menu item. As CBS 2's Alicia Reed reports, a meal seen widely as offensive was served on the first day of Black History Month. You should feel very happy mm -hmm. that you spoke up. Yeah, I am. A mother reassuring her daughter after a racially insensitive lunch option Your was served at Nyack Middle School the first day of Black History Month. I just hope that they won't do it again at a different school or at my school ever again. Instead of Philly cheesesteak, broccoli, and fresh fruit, Aramark, the food service company that provides meals to the district, served chicken and waffles and watermelon. I was questioning, like, because they don't usually give watermelon. If they had served chicken and waffles by itself, I don't know that we would be having this conversation. But the moment you add in the watermelon, that changed the whole complexion, literally. In a statement, Aramark apologized for the insensitivity, saying in part, while our menu was not intended as a cultural meal, we acknowledge that the timing was inappropriate and our team should have been more thoughtful in its service. But this isn't the first time Aramark found itself in hot water. Back in 2018, another racially insensitive meal was served at New York University during Black History Month. It included bar barbecued ribs, collard greens, cornbread, mm -hmm. Kool-Aid, and watermelon-flavored water. I gotta say, that sounds delicious, huh? Did he say Kool-Aid-flavored yeah. water? Why did they put it that way? All right, let's, uh, let's finish it real quick. When called out, the company apologized and workers were fired. I thought they learned from their last mistake. But I guess not. The interim school superintendent says Armark has committed to partnering with the school to offer training for its employees. Workshops that are focused around the concept of equity. I mean, is it the employees that put together the meals? I feel like that comes from the school board, no? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I think that's here. I don't know how it's structured in other states. Listen, I'm going to go. I'm going to go not racist whatsoever <laughs> first off i'm i don't even think waffle chicken and waffles are really a black thing i think it's more of a southern thing so like i'm sure there was like like if a if a redneck kid sat down in that in that cafeteria he would be like oh yeah my mama used to make this well, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you also like, have to realize that it it was a staple that black people used as their food of choice at one point. There's yeah, but do black people not Roscoe's chicken and stand waffles. by ro chicken and waffles as as one of their like 
one of their like cuisine kind of things. <laughs> their thing. Yeah. yeah. But they said it wasn't the chicken and waffles that was the problem. It was the watermelon. What I can say about chicken and waffles, I've been to places where they actually added the watermelon with my chicken and waffles. It's part of the thing. It's it a southern thing. A, it is a part of the thing. Um, That's why I think that guy is being a little, he's being sensitive. Where he goes, we wouldn't be talking if it was chicken and waffles, but when they add the watermelon... That's when it get. It's like add the complexion. Then why don't you just get offended by the chicken and waffles too? What's the difference? Because it's chicken and watermelon. Do black people not eat watermelon? Can we not? It's it's been something that's been put on us as that we eat with chicken. Like y'all fried chicken, watermelon eating niggas. (laughs) It's something that's just insane. Yeah, but I guess it's it's what is. But it's 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 like a it's a it's a insult based on a true thing. Like what's again? What's so like? Why are black people so offended by saying that they eat fried chicken? It's like, because you don't have to eat fried it's chicken. It's because in, the story came out that watermelon was something that the slaves ate as hydration and some shit like that that was put out. Why now watermelon is something would be put as an insult if it was given by the white man? It's because. Again, it's like when we watch the Proud Family thing. It's like we can we can do all the slaves built this country and all this stuff, but they're getting offended by sort of honoring the past tradition. Like, what's the like? Because it's just it's being wanna, sensitive. They don't, don't want to be a part of it. They just want to know of it. So no. putting them in the position of giving it to them as tradition. Is putting them in the feet of the slave, like putting them in the shoes of the slaves. But isn't that what black people want? No. <laughs> then why is why are they always acknowledging slavery and bringing up themselves as slaves? Because they still think they're slaves, and they're not broken from chains because they can't do what they want to do. They believe that. They believe what? Sorry. The, the white man holding them down. They can't achieve anything systemic racism yeah this is this is what i think the problem is i think it's black people not getting with the times and not realizing like that's a old fucking stereotype and at this point it's like not even funny anymore even to white people the fried chicken thing this and that you got to be really clever with a fried chicken black joke for it to be funny like it's 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 passe at this point yeah it's like saying tap dancing Negro or something like that. It's like we're past that. So at this point, it's almost like it's it's like, yes, some people made fun of it, but that doesn't mean that it's not part of the, the culture. Yeah. And let's say let's just say for soul instance, food. It's soul food. Soul food. Let's yeah. just say, for instance, they did change the menu items because it was Black History Month. I'm just going to put it into the category of white guilt because why the fuck are you changing that? There's white kids in school too. Not a, maybe not everybody's accustomed to chicken and waffles being something that they eat. But isn't, isn't that, that the point, point of like in public school is you'd have black soul food kind of cuisine for Black History Month as a way to sort of teach people about black culture? Yeah, I mean, we get turkey and fucking mashed potatoes right before Thanksgiving, right? Right, right. There's Mexican pizza. 
Jamaican beef patties. Jamaican beef patties. What if on Jamaican day they serve Jamaican beef patties? Now, like that's not here, offensive. Now here, I heard at my son's school they give them white rice, chicken breast, black beans, like a like pollo. That's the equivalent of Jamaicans on Jamaican Independence Day. They serve some kind of Jamaican food, and Jamaicans jump up and go, "That's racist." Oh, what do you think? We all eat beef patties. We're some beef patty eating niggas. <laughs> It's like you get you getting kind of it's like one yeah disrespectful two, now. The yeah. School. it's like save the children one yes and two uh uh it's it's part of the culture so i i don't think it's racist i think it's them and and if it is racist then again this is liberals making black people uncomfortable with being too accepting and i don't know maybe black people aren't ready for that yet I don't know. <laughs> I mean, should have just kept the Philly cheese sticks. They don't deserve that. It's <laughs> just as black, isn't it? <laughs> it goes back to the last court we had with the teacher. He thought he could be down with the students and give it to them raw, put the N word in there. They Gave them too it. much credit. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. They thought they'd be able to handle it, yeah. but it turned into a new story. New story. Yeah. I'm, I'm going not racist. I'm going not racist. I'm going because you tried and failed because <laughs> it's white guilt. It's third. Okay, I see your. All right, hold on. Let me let me think that out now because I do see your logic there. It's is that maybe where you were talking about adding a new category? Yeah. What would be the category? White guilt. White guilt. Yeah. So white. Wh- White guilt by association. <laughs> white guilt just do the after after a white guilt mindset. It's it's always a third degree thing that happens in racist court. It's the equivalent of aiding and abetting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So wait. I guess we call it aiding aiding and abetting. Aiding and white abetting. guilt. Yeah. So put that in third. I don't want to put it in third because I think third is too extreme. For too it. extreme for it. Yeah. So just keep it aiding and abetting. I. This is where I'll say that I'll be fair. Yeah. I think they're dumb liberals, but I think they actually meant well with this one. I don't think there's any harm in that. It's not like a policy that's going to hurt black people. Unless you are a black person with the black mindset of saying, give these niggas some watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) Unless that was the, unless that was literally the meeting. (laughs) Black History Month. Give us some chicken and watermelon. But that's the thing. That's the implication that black people are making. That that's what the white people said. Yeah. And I don't think that was what they said. I think they were just like, all right, let's make Celebrate. it part of the. Yeah. They actually took a chance that I kind of respect in a way. I don't think that's the first time. See, see, she even said it's not the first time they served chicken and waffles. It was served with the watermelon for the first time. But the guy, yeah, the guy said it wouldn't have been a problem unless they. I think he's lying, though. No, I, but I think that's what the problem was when she even said it at home. Because even if he said it, the watermelon is and made the watermelon a big deal when she was like, "Yeah, I had watermelon in school." They were watermelon. Why are they giving y'all but watermelon? Are we, why are they pretending that not one of these people, uh, even old white man right here, yeah. hasn't fucking dove his face into some watermelon before? We've all done it. 
We all look like dirty slaves Even, when we it's eat an watermelon. Old staple, bro. That they, they'll still be sensitive about because there is no old. Look, niggas. They need the to oldest, move on. They need to the move on. the oldest one, and they're still attached to that heavy. It's the heaviest one. That one I can at least understand because it's a derogatory term. We can't deny that. Yeah. But black people eating watermelon or fried chicken. It's like let's get. It's we're past that. Stop being so sensitive on this one. That's the one I'm. I think we're. I think black people are being sensitive yeah, on this. We eat fried chicken. Y'all eat chicken pot pies. It's... Right. Try it sometime. It's no. delish. No, it's, it's delish. Hearty, chicken. nice and hearty. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Nice heart, hearty, savory chicken pot pie. Yeah, I, I, I could see where you're going. I'm gonna say. I like the, the category, mm -hmm. but I don't think they fall into it. Because in my opinion, I, I think they actually didn't... They meant it as like, all right, let's normalize this as not making it a... Let's make this not a stereotype in terms of like where it's a joke funny thing. Yeah. But black people took it as the joke funny stereotype. Yeah, and, it's and still, it wasn't that. It's still adding it in the menu period. It's white guilt. Regardless if it was good intent or not, it was good intent. No, because I don't. We trying to celebrate Black History too. <laughs> I get you on that, but I don't. I honestly don't don't mind that part of adding different kind of foods into because I think that's that's important to a degree. But if it's only being served on fe in February, then what's the purpose? I don't think there's any harm in doing that. Like, all right, if they were to make that a normal part of the menu, I don't think it's, like, healthy. I don't think it's good for the kids. But they already but... eat chicken and waffles on their menu. It's in the menu already. She oh, said, it's already there. Yeah, she said we always get chicken and waffles. We just never So then the problem is watermelon. Yeah. Uh, still. <laughs> get past it. It's, it's, it's an old trope. I don't think it's just something you can just get. Nothing gets get past. It, I wish then, I, I then wish it would be just a time where even if it's still being used now, it's like okay, it's being used. We can't have no defense of it being used because it's something in the past. I'm telling you, I, 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 you know, I love good racial humor. Mm -hmm. If you were eating watermelon, and somebody made a watermelon joke, it, I, I'm telling you, it would have to be very clever to be funny. Like I would, I would, it would be hard to make me laugh with a black people watermelon I mean, joke. If I'm eating watermelon, someone came up to me and was like, "Oh, I bet you're in your element now, huh?" I mean, it's 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 not. I don't even think that's it's not funny, but I get it. So I I get a chuckle out of it only because you're trying to be funny. I would literally go, bro. What year is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's so much new material on black people. You could. <laughs> you don't have to stick. I to got the... an ebook. <laughs> <laughs> Take my class. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm still sticking to not not racist on this one, okay. but I get I get where you're coming yeah. from. I totally get where you're coming yeah. from. I like the new category too. So aiding abetting, yeah. All right, harboring harboring a fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let us know what you guys think real quick. I think we got a lot more not racist. People are just making food jokes. <laughs> Peter Ortiz said, "What if they had KFC cater?" <laughs> All February. That's pretty bad. Have the colonel. <laughs> I'm, trying I'm trying to think, think if there was something that could be deemed racist in I'm, that I'm, sense. Well, Where I would, I would go, go okay, okay, wait a minute. The collard greens, barbecue ribs, all that shit, the first one. I think that's, I think that's better, better than, than chicken and waffles. waffles. Like, if you're using 
for representation no the chicken and waffles i don't take as the representation because she already said that they eat that often the watermelon was supposed to be the representation of black history month but there is a story of watermelon being part of the culture. But they don't want that as their meal now because it was in the culture. You could say that about all of it. It's not like they're coming out there and having slavery demonstrations, like whipping some demonstrations. <laughs> I, like I know that's what I'm saying, but that's the way. Well, you know what? The girl, the little girl didn't have any passion behind. Like she was just like, yeah, it just it was, I hope they learn. And the mom's like standing there like, yeah, she wasn't I think it's more the I mom. see I seen because I was checking it out they took the mom out for her to have whatever she was saying by her so it was just that first part when the mom was beside her like it really affected you did like right it, it, right it was a good thing and how did it make you feel listen to this one OJ simp even says it's hack at this point chicken watermelon kool-aid all that it's delicious for everyone Indian food now that's something to make fun of <laughs> I didn't read that last part but I agree <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at this even even he understands how. Yeah, at I would this be point. pretty pissed if they the whole like cafeteria smelled like curry and shit. That would be. I'd be annoyed by that. Yeah, I have. I'm part Indian and I have no interest in the food. <laughs> um, Peter Ortiz, we Hispanics will claim watermelon. Watermelon and picnics. Hispanics love picnics. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, if they had a picnic outside giving chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be a bigger problem than. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's not. They're not reenacting the slave moment where <laughs> yeah. they got the fucking chicken uh, but, gizzards but and for them to, neck for bone. them to get watermelon. <laughs> they're taking that as that. You know what? The one that I may go is a little bit, is a little bit maybe dabbling on the line is the Kool Aid. I think that's Still. if you're using that as black representation, I might go. Oh, yeah. Black people love Kool Aid, but I don't think that's a black thing necessarily. Is it? Kool Aid. Black people, the only people that like buy Kool Aid on the regs I, I, you, in 1993. I don't think that's they, like passe, right? Yeah, I don't think anybody buys Kool Aid like that. They're still the same price, but no one buys that shit. Right. Right. They probably buy Kool- they buy Kool Aid to do other things, make pop rocks and shit like that. It's like it's now flavor powder for other things. Okay, I see, I see. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't drank Kool Aid since I was yeah. a young kid. They make slushies and shit with Kool Aid. Yeah, so I was like, black girls are dyeing their hair with Kool Aid now. All right, all right. Uh, let's see. Actually, that's white girls that do that. Prison, prison bitches. Okay. <laughs> I think we got the, uh, I think we got somewhere on that one. And All right. Well, I guess we can get Alex Coquito in here. I think we hit everything. I knew it. That was pretty efficient. I knew it though. I told y'all. You knew what? Alex Coquito. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was trying to surprise Ooh, you with it. <laughs> I wonder we were, we're, we're D-list podcast now. We can get anybody on the show. Yeah, Alex Coquito. Yeah, okay. It's Alex Coquito again. <laughs> well, I was supposed to get, uh, actually, actually, Count's Castle was supposed to come through, but he couldn't uh, make it. Um, So, all right, look, we're going to get Alex on to Wonder's Dismay. Um, And sorry about the long pause there. All right, we have... In the building, 
Mr. Alex Coquito. Hello, sir. Kiki. Hello, everybody. One day I'm a motherfucking D-lister. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I am a least B plus. Hello, everybody. I, I am Alex Coquito. B plus. I'm a YouTuber from from Puerto Rico. Hello, Mr. Wonder. Hello, Mr. Krishan the Don and Screel Kill in the chats. Howdy. Howdy. How you doing? Too much howdy. I just realized. That. <laughs> I heard you, Wonder. I got big ass ears. Right? Actually, actually, with your big ass ears, you misheard it. I said we're D list podcasters because oh. we get interviewers, but we chose you. Hey, I got a, I got a Mondo Allen lined up. Big deal. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, when you're rolling with Dillard, you're rolling with the best. Scott. Look. <laughs> All right. Well, um, where do we start here? Where do we start? Alex, I feel like yes. I've talked to you too much this week. Of course you'd have. <laughs> That's your own folly. That wasn't my fault. Yeah, I do appreciate you filling in, though, for, for Mr. Skrill Kill. Of course. Yeah, thank you. Like yes. I said, naive, not stupid. <laughs> Love him. That was one of the most uh, accurate descriptions of one of my friends. Ever. Naive, not stupid. Naive, not stupid. I agree. All right. Well, um, you wanted to argue with me about uh, some fat phobia thing. Cause you of saw, course. I guess you saw my video about me being a fat phobic. Yes. And you're a, you're a lover to the big girls, apparently. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking lady. Sorry. Um, yeah. So what was your what but, was your bone of contention with me on my uh, video there? I just don't like how in your video. You don't really it, it's you had the same disgust for fat girls as if they were if they had too much tattoos. It's a visual thing in my perspective that what I saw in your video and 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 you're not you know you're not the only one. There's about five other YouTubers, which I'm not gonna say their names because then they get all butthurt. But that like oh, getting too big, you're obese. This this amount of like I just don't understand how you have to be super skinny and and slim and ripped and just to, just to be the norm in, in the world. I don't like that. That's why I wanted to talk to you about this subject. Obviously. Well, my opinion. Well, I don't like uh. Like, physically, I'm not attracted to skinny girls either. So that's that wasn't my uh, my take. What it wasn't that I think skinny is the uh, is the norm or anything like that. Yeah. Um. However, okay. I think uh, a lot of people fail to realize uh, sort of the the evolutionary psychology of it is that we're mm-hmm. attracted to things that you know lead to sort of longevity. Things, things like that. Like, for instance, um, you know the whole thing that men like uh, women with wider hips because of the birth, childbearing kind of thing. Like, it's not that we're necessarily like attracted to it. it like, because we want to be, it's almost in our genetic code to be attracted to certain things. And I, I, I can, agree. I, I can agree to that because here in Puerto Rico, if you have wide hips, that means you can have at least four or five kids knocked up easy. Like, yeah, you know, it's like livestock over here. It's kind of sad. Well, I mean, if you're looking at it that way, but 
My my thing is that I think we're like we have a, a the evolutionary psychology to not be attracted to to obese women because it's poor health. Like we want women that are going to be around to take care of our kids and to take care of our households, stuff like okay. that, and just to have a woman okay. there. Your woman, okay, because you love her. They you counter know? that. I counter that, I think it's all based on perception because, again, over here, I grew up with understanding that um, half my girlfriend, not half my girlfriends, like a small portion, about 15% of my girlfriends were obese. About another 15% of them were, in a sense, by medical standards, overweight or chubby. And, and I'm the opposite. You're fat phobic, I'm skinny phobic. I can't be around a skinny chick. I mean, where, where does the food go? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, if I'm going to a buffet, I, I feel bad. So that's just, either way, I, I digress. But in the perception, even over here, like I said, people over here, the, the fatter you are, it's all about perception because of the fact, oh, I'm big. I know I'm going to be overweight, but, like, I have a great personality and attitude. And then you'll see not one, not two, not three guys, but, like, 25 guys go after her. She ain't got no butt. Her boobs are bigger than her head and her arms, but she brings she brings the milkshake to the yard. You know that's what I mean. Like you think of it as it's disgusting, but to other guys' perceptions, that's a beautiful person. Yeah, I'm not saying they're bad people. Oh, I'm no, just saying no. they're they're uh, they're not they're not healthy. I think. It, well, let me ask you that. Do you think do you think people who are who are obese are unhealthy? Now, okay, damn it, that's a hard. That's that. Damn you, that's a really complex question because you have to look Not at it really. from the context of it. No, it is because you have to look at it from the context. You can be like, if you're, if, let's say, for example, um, uh, a woman named Abby, right? Because I've known women like that. And a woman named Abby is five foot eleven, two hundred and seventy-five pounds, right? Okay. She's walked, she's never used a wheeler, nothing like that. She's walked all her life. Now, in the pers- in, in looking at that, you can look at it two ways. She's sad about her life, and, and she'll probably never get skinny, and people are going to make fun of her. Or you can look at it from the way that she probably has a medical condition or a thyroid problem, which is more common in, in Latino, and genetics is weird enough as it is. And she got used to it because I've met people that have been five foot eleven, two hundred and seventy five pounds, and they've lasted all the way to eighty years old. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that that's basically that's basically proving my point because the only thing you can point at as like an example of unhealthy is somebody who has a, a condition or some kind of yeah. medical issue. So in my opinion, yeah. I'm not saying they're they're completely unhealthy, but they do have a health issue. Which yes. is making them? I, I will. I will contest to that. Yes, of course. Yeah. And it's sad that to say like that and that, and that point because I just I and and and, it's, and here in Puerto Rico, for example, people really know this because it's all pretty and big booties. Like you can be a police cop and be obese. You can be a construction worker and be obese. You can be a politician and be obese. And and you can live your life happily, happily for the rest of your lives. Honestly, uh-huh. one of my best friends what is obese. He's a, he's like forty three right now. He gets paid by Social Security, but he's worked in construction and roof detailing and catering and bartending. He's done it all, and he's all—he's never been skinny a day in his life. And it, 
And yeah, but men and, wo- part- men and women are different in that in that sense too, because women uh women have like you know weaker bone structure and stuff, and they they tend to get uh you know osteoporosis stuff like that. Yes, um, I know. Yeah, so like uh, I think it's calcium deficiency in their bones or something like that. They're they they can't keep on weight and muscle the same way that men can. So it's not good for men to be obese either, but men can sort of keep that on a little bit better than a woman can. In my opinion. I have to contest that because because my ex-girlfriend, shout out to my therapist, was obese as well. And she was older than me. And she was obese basically her whole entire life. And she went to college, did her degree, got her master's. And is a therapist. That's all I can say. Is I can't say exactly what type of yeah, therapist. Alex, I'm, I'm not trouble. saying obese women are retarded. I'm saying obese no. women are not healthy. Well, so like, well, okay. I'm not. Gonna, I'm be... not gonna say the R word. I'm not gonna say the R word. I'm saying some obese women I've met are dumbasses. Yeah. You know. Well, how do you differentiate the or skinny them from normal women? Yeah. Hey, a little sexist joke um, for you. I'm a, my, my friend shout out to Pooh Bear has always said dumbass. The word dumb, dumbass is genderless and raceless. It doesn't matter because you can be a dumbass in any type of language or race. Fair point. Wonder what's your take? Um, I believe there's two different types of obese. Okay. Um, the ones that I don't support are the ones that actually support the fact that they're obese. Like um, a Lizzo. Like a Lizzo. The okay. ones, the ones that are like, yeah, I'm. Oh, I need, I need me two gallons of lemonade and some fuck twelve piece right now. And that's just a snack because I'm waiting for my snake for, steak for dinner type. Like that kind of She obese. snacks on marshmallows. Yeah that, yeah, that and then calls herself like Big Fine or some shit like that. That, that got to go. Absolutely. Out of the door. But there's no way Lizzo is healthy. Right. There's no way. No way. But if no, there's one. That's, what's the other one? The other one that's obese. Sometimes people have a genetically inclined thing or a hereditary deal where they're just knack of being big boned quote unquote but i think we're talking a difference between a a big girl and a morbidly obese woman like a a fat woman a fat woman like there's women who are a little bit chubby sort of naturally but they they tend to like i think a lot of this happens Mm -hmm. they're bigger than they need to be like they'll they'll rely on that crutch of I have this problem or I have this so stress eating which I think is bullshit. Yeah, but that that goes back to even that's still an almost a subcategory to the ones that are proud of it. They have an excuse to be it, so they just use that as a crutch to be a Where badass. They'll still be chubby if they just ate decently, yeah. but they wouldn't be giant like like Lizzo might be a big girl just naturally yeah but she wouldn't be that giant if she would have just had some kind of self-control right you know what I mean so I take people like True. the Nia Jax or something like that that probably oh, ate. but see Nia Jax I think is lazy too I think she's too big for what she's she's sexy as fuck don't get me wrong yeah in my opinion but she gets she she has times so where she's too Nia big Jax. when she came back at the Royal Rumble no but before. I think she was too big. I would fuck her just for the story, but and don't give. It, I'm not wait, like. Wait, See, so there, there it goes. So there it goes. I'm talking not, if she wasn't disgusted Nia, by fat people. If she wasn't Nia Jax and she was just some broad on the street, yeah, yeah I would, I would smash. But all right, so you what, don't have a fat phobia. There's a difference between me smashing and having like a thing where I have to tell her like you got to lose some weight. 
Hold up, hold up, wait, wait, wait. There, there's that not really with... a difference there. There's not really a difference there, uh, Krishan, because like, okay, wait a minute. So you're telling me the second you smash, your your response after that is, bitch, get out the door? No. And then you can say the argument? No. My okay, argument well, is, my argument is, you need to lose weight, not I'm going to leave you if you don't lose weight right now. I understand there's a process to it. I'm just saying you have okay. to make it aware, make them aware that like how we stop women from getting to the Lizzo place yeah. where they're proud of yeah. their fatness. You got to get, you got to okay. have some kind of shame in it. Hmm. But I admit yeah, that I'm a fat phobic. When I look at no, morbidly, you, no. If you if you get a smash Nia Jax, you're not fat phobic, dude. Like there's fat on Nia Jax. Either even in in the dark, you're gonna see some fat on her, dude. Like, that's how it no, is. No, no, no. I mean, when I look at like a Lizzo, I literally get scared. Okay, that's fine. Not yeah. that I get scared of, of her, but I, I get precious that nature. I, I get scared for them. Like I'm like I oh my god, I would fucking hate to be that big. <laughs> Fat positive, but I even I think Precious is ugly as fuck. What, what do you I'm mean? I'm sorry, dude. What do you like, mean by like? What do you mean by fat positive? Because I I don't I don't know if I like that. Term. Okay, <laughs> actually I don't. Go ahead. Say, like, <laughs> let's, say, let's say for example you say a whole bunch of names right now, and I'll tell you if I like them or not. Because Lizzo, no, that's not. I'm not fat positive for that. That's just ugly. Because for for me, for me, like I've seen a lot of fat women, and the proportions are wrong, and I hate that. That's that's. My turn off in fat women are, are proportions. Like I don't care if you ain't got no butt, that's fine, whatever. But if if you ain't got no butt, but your stomach is bigger than your upper body and your lower body at the same time, then we have problems. If your pussy is, or, or if oh, your okay. stomach is hanging over your pussy, there's a problem with that. Like the, but the that's stomach, what... it's gone. Like it's it's a it's a bell top. I can't. I I don't want to. I don't want to fuck bell tops. Sorry, I just don't. Real quick, just to circle back, that's where I felt about Nia Jax. She's big. But she has curves. Like, I could see her body. You know what I mean? It's not like a block. Oh, no, of course. But she could course, become that, that's a block. Not, and yeah. A Nia Jax that you see is a is a 7 here in Puerto Rico. Like, a 10 here in Puerto Rico and standards of, of everyone here is just... You take away about 30 pounds of Nia Jax, and then you amplify her butt and boobs, and put tattoos on the left side of her leg, always on the left side. Then boom, that's a that's a ten in Puerto Rico. So so your thing is is more about because then you then you can't call yourself fat positive either. Just like I can't call myself fat phobic because Lizzo is is technically fat positive. Like you would have no. to be positive. Are you positive on her like being fat, or do you think she needs to lose weight? Yeah, I think she needs to lose weight because there's a certain point of height and weight that. Like, I guess, I guess having a son, because I have, I have a son who's six foot five, like 250, 250, 260. He's a big boy. So, you know, and he's only 13. So I'm always worried about his weight because so, he's my son. So I got to, I got to flip this back on you, Alex, because you started this whole thing with saying, of course, with saying that, what was it? That I was more about the looks than the health. Yeah. When my whole yeah. argument was about the health. Your argument is actually yeah. about looks. I guess so. We always yeah. flip people. We always flip people. That's pretty good. Huh. I guess I don't know because I, I I've I've lived with girls who are bigger than me. I've 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 had into you know relations with girls who are bigger than me, and that's fine. I'm just for me, and it's never been an issue because of, I've had I've big girls all my 
life have survived. I haven't heard anyone say, oh, this girl died of a heart attack at 32. No, it's more of like, well, he, he died of a heart attack at 75 because he kept eating fucking pork products and drinking beer all his life. Right, right. That's society killing him, not, not, not his health, really. Well, yeah, yeah. I think that's where Wonder was getting at, where it becomes uh, almost like a political identity. Yeah. I'm fat now, so yeah. I'm part of a a, a group, group. A group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah there, there, there's no Stacker X commercials here in Puerto Rico, Chris. Like it's just pork and and beer. That's all we got here, man. And bimbo cakes. Everyone yeah. likes bimbo cakes. And and uh, the women with the fat asses, huh? Huh? Oh yeah, is out there. Oh yeah, but if if, if you if you tr- if you look for a Puerto Rican uh tourism commercial, they're all white people. So sorry, man. Hmm, that's odd. Well, yeah, I guess I guess that's the uh I guess that's the place we'll we'll leave that. We'll let the people decide on that one. I'll I'm still fat phobic. Still fat. I'm still fat positive. All right. What uh? You know what? Oh, no, before before we go, I wanted to say this. Like <laughs> ten years ago, the perfect rep- rep- representation of of how I was with fat positive, and I said this before, is the guy from um, House Party Three, the one that bring all the fat chicks. Ah. And, well, here's... and if you remember all the girls and the different scales of them, I've been with all those dark types of scales. Let me, Let me tell you something that, that turns me on with women. I I, I, I I sometimes like women that have stretch marks. That's fine. Because I'll tell it, you it why. That, it, it, yeah, it shows they ain't wasting money on their on their body. They're wasting money on their life. Well, good. it also shows that at, at some point they were big and they lost some weight. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's a thing, too, in that, that it shows that a woman, like, has some kind of, like, self-confidence and determination or something. Like, I think men fall in love with weak women. Or not like they'll, they'll they'll not build their women to be stronger for them. So I think like partially that's what it is. Like I've I've dated big women too. Don't get me wrong, Alex. But my thing is always that I that I have to tell them like, hey, look, you have to lose weight at some point. And I and I tell them in a way where I'm not being you know as harsh as I am now. But it's for their own health. That's all I'm saying. I'll leave it there. You're thinking about them and 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 you as a as a couple, not as. It's not. It may it may. I'm seem making her better. You're fat positive I'm, asterisk. I'm making her better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, you're you're not just a sexist. You do have a heart, Chris. That's exactly. Nice. I'm a I'm a sexist with a golden heart. All right. That's kind of weird to say about anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what else can we get into? Oh, did you hear this story, Alex? Wanda brought it to yes. me, actually. Do you want to present it? Which one? The... About the surrogates? Oh, yes. Did you hear that um, there's scientists and professor theories that they want to use brain-dead women as surrogates for children? For women that can't have... For infertile women. For infertile women, yeah. They'll use the basically body of a brain dead woman to be the incubator a body that just needs that technically only needs could be alive off a machine now let me while you think of your your answer there alex um let me just clear this up because people have been sort of blowing this thing out of proportion um sort of because we know how science goes sometimes 
Mm-hmm. This is just more of some random scientist. He's a, a scientific philosopher. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, but he basically just wrote an article throwing this idea out there mm-hmm. and people blew it up as this is what they're doing. And it's like, they're not doing it. They're just theorizing it. Yeah, and they shot it in the air, and now there's a bigger group of scientists and professors that grabbed it and trying to make motion. Well, I think it goes into the thing of that we've, like, the big establishments have lost credibility so much that scientists, after the pandemic, scientists lost so much credibility Mm -hmm. that people are just so untrustworthy of them. So anything that gets thrown out now... And and maybe rightfully so. I'm not even arguing that. Mm-hmm. They're gonna blow it up as like, well, they're gonna be start. They're gonna start doing this because I believe they might. What? I, who they, knows? Who, who could tell? <laughs> Bring this. Look what like... they've. We said uh, forced, forced shots. Yeah. Put it that way. But they did say we're gonna be we're we're crazy at one point, and look what happened. They did say that they were going to have consent from. The woman before she goes brain dead like how or he blinks twice do the women now will have this written in something when they're like 18 uh, yeah i'll give my body to science to be a surrogate like like, like an organ donor yeah kind like, of deal. The, like is that now the new norm for a woman to do that's kind of fucking scary bro it's weird yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very weird because yeah. then what else are you consenting to with your body right and how many rounds do you get you're just on a machine, bro. You're just pumping. You're... If they can keep you alive for two births, are they going to just keep shelling them out yeah. until they... That uterus is going to be Ugh. fucking... Now, mind you, now, because it's on a machine, you don't really have to worry about side effects of a living human. So you don't even have to wait that process, that period of time. You could just keep... The, only, the period of time that was given is for recovery of all your other internal organs. Well, the question is, what's the, like, how do they determine if somebody's brain dead? No more brain activity. But do they know if somebody's brain dead, they can't, they can't feel anything, they can't yeah, when you're brain dead, yeah. brain you dead, you have to. Cat scan, brain scan, they do everything. You have okay. to, You'll be, know you have to be alive on a machine after you're brain dead. There's no activity. Right, right. Well, Alex, what are, what are your, what's your take so far? Oh, this is going to be a weird take. All right. Um, why not? Honestly. It's cheaper than actually finding a real surrogate mother and say, hey, I need you to, you know, to put this baby in you for nine months. And then I, I, I want you to pinky promise that you don't change your mind and want to take the baby for yourself, a la Hallmark movies. Uh, I guess. I mean, what's the... Like, I mean, there has maybe be... you can use it in the sense that the family needs the money to maintain their daughter or or, or son alive by machines because it's not get a little, free. They'd get a little stipend. Yeah. A little stipend. I mean, traumatically, if the person does wake up from brain dead, from brain dead then, I mean, that's a whole other story. Because then, then you have to tell them, by the way, you had one or more kids in you being born that were not yours and you know we made some money out of it to pay for you being alive in this it's a weird you know that's where you you, they wake up and you go all right we got some good news we got some bad news like a lot of bad news news, you have a lot of stretch marks on you your your (laughs) channels are fucked after that bro 
Bad news, we ransacked your uterus. <laughs> you can't even walk anymore. Good news, you're alive. <laughs> yeah. And it's the future, so you're sponsored by Mountain Dew. You're not brain dead, you know. but your uterus is. <laughs> you're not brain dead anymore, but your uterus dead. Yeah. Here's a chart to explain it. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but at the same time, if this is going to be used scientifically or medically to help families that do need children in the world that's overpopulated at this point in time, sure. But it's another thing that, like, you know, hey, let's stop the, the, the vaccine for the HIV virus, but let's do this instead. So, yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know. I have no problem with a surrogate, but when you have now a, a, a freaking corpse incubator for a it's child, weird. it's weird. It's and weird. It, it has to, there has to be some things that are not functioning well while it's on a machine. It's only on a machine to keep certain functions going. And I'm pretty sure a lot of things for babies needed won't be given the same nurture bit and stuff. Need like how are you feeding this baby if this thing is on? It's 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 how do you like how do you judge? And that's why it's philosophy at this point. Yeah. Is what's the like what's sort of the what are we what are we what are we setting the precedence for on that? You know what I mean? Like. I mean, I guess technically you can sign your body over after you die. Now you could reconstruct DNA and put it into their uterus and they grow a fetus. Now you're making splice babies. This is OCP from, from RoboCop all over again. You yeah. Have, you, have, you have open access to uterus to do whatever the fuck you want with now to see what happens. Yeah. I don't know if anybody ever saw it. There's a movie called The Island it reminds me of. I saw it. Oh, great movie. Have you great seen it, Wonder? Movie. No. There's a huge twist in it, so I won't I won't spoil it. You gotta watch that movie ASAP though. The island. Yeah, the island. Michael Clark Duncan shows the fuck out in that movie. Oh, he did great oh, in that movie. God. Yeah. He was great. Yeah, yeah. But um Yeah, more or less it, it it's it's kind of like again, it goes into that place of, of, of organ harvesting. It's just another level to that. Okay. I'm sure at some point maybe or, organ harvesting some people back in the day had the same argument. There was the same philosophy about it. Is it is it's legal it, organ harvesting? It's just something that I, I feel like it will stick more to a wall nowadays than before. I don't think it's a great idea, no. but um, I I don't know if it's even possible. I'm is pretty it? sure even after going brain dead, there's some dysfunctions that happened in your body. Well, how are you going to tell the difference between a brain dead woman and a regular woman? Hey. Little sexist joke. Right, the, amount that, the amount that's left in your in your credit card amount. Oh, look at that! Nice tag on. Um, I grew well, up, I grew up with sexist too, Chris. Can, I got you. Can a can a woman who's brain dead like nurture a healthy baby? I don't think so. The brain has to be connected, no? Like yeah. to the a machine is now nurturing yeah. the baby. I was gonna say that one that's yeah, right. The machine weird. is the one growing the baby from day one to day end. Not the not the woman. The woman's just there as like the seat. Basically, that's it. Isn't there like still um like some unanswered questions about that's why we have a, a whole debate about abortion mm -hmm. is what actually yeah. happens like it's not even fully explained. Like I'm just saying I would think 
the brain would have to be connected to the entire thing to make it like to make it a natural birth. And I feel like the only reason they're doing this is because they can't recreate the womb outside. They can't. So they're finding any way to do it. I I, I think they about can. the motives. That's what kind of it would be. But mind you, now even a C-section is something that they could just Hey, stable, 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 stable. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it again. But then we, we, it's like you get into the world of who is then okay to like make babies. Cause at that point, they could, anybody could just make a baby. Would you be still able to heal if your brain did? Would a machine? Yeah. Be- yeah, cause they'll still give you vitamins and nutrients through like through IV. So you should be still, you know, you'll always be functioning. This is just like think of the Matrix. This is exactly like the Matrix. You're just born or made, and you pop out. And the the part that Wanda said about the organs, take out some organs because she won't need it anymore. Easy C-section in and out. Well, that that's what I'm saying. Is like now, is there a weird place that we're opening the precedence where like a company could theoretically create a child? And now yeah. they own that child. And then it's like, now oh, what she, world are we creating there? Made the first Mega Man. Yeah. Oh, we make the Fuck yeah, snake a, a solid snake. Where they were creating child armies and labs, pretty much. I don't know. For that. It's a weird It's a weird place. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's why it's, it's good. It's philosophy at this point. All right. Um... Well, the only thing I have here is uh, the WWE 2K13 or 23. Jesus, 13. I was like, oh, shit, we're going by 2K13. Hell yeah, that's one of my favorites. Let's go. (laughs) That was the last time it was a good game. Uh, Hell yeah. I mean, do you want to save that for later if you guys have something else? Um, I mean, we could talk about it if you want to. I did have some questions for you guys. Yeah. Because I, you know, I one day, uh, you know, have the aspirations to be a father. And oh. I have I have two fathers here, and two fathers that come from different philosophies. So I was wondering, uh, you know, I'd ask you guys a couple questions and sort of get your position on it about fatherhood and parenting. Okay, would you be down for that, Alex? Yeah, yeah? I'm down for that. You can call it uncivil father talk. <laughs> uncivil father uncivil talk. All right. Father talk. All right. Um. So, my first question is, where are you on, uh, like, discipline? Because I think about that all the time. Like, would I hit my kids? Would I, would I yell at them? Would I... How would I discipline my kids? And, and anybody, mm-hmm. before you answer, anybody in the chat, if you have father questions, uh, I think Peter Ortiz is a new father, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you have some questions that you want to ask the veteran fathers here. So, yeah, mm-hmm. hit... Hitting your kids or disciplining? Where would you go with that? Alex. Okay, I guess... I mean, hitting your hitting your kids is kind of antiquated, but it works. Sadly, it does work. A lot. My mom... I'm still scared of my mom. She's 62. I mean, I'm still... You know, I still love her, though. Love mm. you to death. So it's kind of a weird, you know, thing with my mom. But... Hitting your kid, I guess, works because... Only unless he's doing something extreme like if he's if he's trying to lash out against you or 
Yeah, in that aspect. Only if he's lashing out against you, then you then you hit him back. But if he if he broke something or like if he said a bad word he wasn't supposed to say, then yeah, give him a nice little smack in the mouth. Like, hey, yeah, I got it. But ah. other than that, like no, you don't really need that much discipline. If you if you communicate with your son or daughter, it should be enough. Technically, that's my way I'm looking at it. Well, in my household, hitting is definitely something that happens if something like Alex said is an extreme. So I can't even argue with that. That's something that needs to happen if it's an extreme. Something minute, something really small. Of course, it's levels. I, I would tell you, don't yell at your kids for everything, because they wouldn't know yep. when you're when you're serious about something that needs to be serious. So when I when it comes for me to yell, it's it's fucking game time in my crib. Like it's militant at that point. So yeah, you wouldn't fight them. You yeah. got to have a little bit of militancy. Yeah. In there, because yeah. you got to have a structure yeah. for them. Especially I have boys, so you got to have some kind of alpha check over set an example too yeah right. i could see that and okay. the answer question for misfit misfit ramdow i'm the um, i got two brothers and no actually three brothers and two sisters and i was the middle child i was just about so. to ask you that because he did lead that into another question that's interesting um yes. well wonder all right well i know you aren't but uh are you an only child or are you this will misfit ramdow definitely not an only child okay i have siblings Brothers, brothers and sisters. Okay, so his question was: With that, uh, is helping raise raising your young younger siblings in any way similar to raising your own kids? Definitely not. Well, nope. He's saying in any way similar. I know he's not saying the same. So, is there any nope. similarities in there? No, not at all. No. Okay. Nope. Why not? Because it's the, the responsibility because you think of my about siblings this way. was every uh, one day. Go ahead. My apologies. Yeah, the responsibility of my siblings wasn't mine at the end of the day it still was my parents responsibility of over all of us you're your brother's keeper to a degree to a degree yeah yeah you're you you can't it's a it's honestly a day job to be a sibling more than it is to be a parent so the in a degree of babysitting i remember a younger sibling it was never the same it was they already learned everything they need to learn in life by my parents i'm just enforcing what they knew already and they're never going to listen to you the same way yeah. they're going to listen to your mom right. or dad. Correct. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Alex? Uh, I agree with Wanda. I, did, I grew up with my brothers, but they were my brothers by name only. Everyone had their own lives. I Now they respect me because they see that hanging around my mom and, and showing her respect and you know giving respect back, they give me respect as well because they realize I did the work. Like, you can have a brother and grow up with them and not even know them at all. Not even at all. I got, again, three brothers and two sisters. I barely know half of them. Mm. And I grew up in the same house. You know, you're your yeah. own life. But my son is different, though. You know, I, I will always take care of my son because he's my son. Like, he's different than my brothers and sisters. Like, I love them, but this was made for me, and I want the best from him. I want always wanted the best for my brothers and sisters, but they made their own choices. I can't choose for them. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I, I even have like a, I, I have a twin brother that I don't really, I haven't talked to, or I didn't talk to for many years. That's true. So it's like, it doesn't even matter how close that bond is. You're you're gonna live separate lives. Let me ask you this question. Here's a little more complicated question for you guys. Your son says, "Dad, I have something to tell you." 
Very important. Sits you down. Goes, Father, I'm a queer. <laughs> daddy, I'm looking for a daddy. Your your son comes home and and say, and tells you he's gay. What's the way you deal with that? Because I actually think about that. If I ever had a son, I think that's something men think about. Yeah. Yeah. So what's? I'll let Alex go first. Yeah. Oh, of course you'll let Alex go first. All right. All right. Um. <laughs> shit, that's a good question. Like I grew up in a family like they say the f word and. And the queer word openly. Even my mom says like it's nothing. She grew up in Buffalo. Shout out to Buffalo. Um, I would be accepting because you know I grew up with a lot of people that you know if you were gay you had to be quiet about it. And if you knew they got you got beat up, murdered over here even. So I'll be okay with it. In my perspective, you know I already told you this, Chris. Yesterday I grew up on television and media, and. Media was never really kind to the gay people. You know who Alex is? He's the cable guy. <laughs> of course I am, man. I'm I'm Chip Douglas. <laughs> Go ahead. I could I could accept that answer from Alex, but I know deep down inside you're lying. Mm. No, not lying at all, man. You, you, not lying at all, it, man. It, one of my, a, one of my it, best it, friends it, was gay. And he got he got murdered right right behind my house. That that sounds like that sounds no, like wait. when someone's called racist and they go, "One of my my, <laughs> my my friends are black. I can't be racist." I'm cool with the black friend card. We actually talked about that yesterday. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Yeah. But no, I, this, of course. let me clear this up before you guys get bogged down. I think he's saying that that you you're you're lying a little bit about your acceptance you'd still be a little bit like oh man Somewhere my son's deep gay down in your heart you'll get shot it's like a, a piece of your heart got shot you'd probably yeah well have, you know what, what? I, where, where I'll, I'll contest that because i you know i'll contest that because I, I do want a grandkid i mean i i mean i'm a dad and I, I want my son to grow and have a kid and be like hey all that shit i did when you were growing up that you thought it was pointless welcome to this world motherfucker learn you know, because I want him to, to grow in life like I grew in life. If it wasn't for my son, I would be a, a piece of shit, honestly. So that'll grow with him. So if he came home and said, hey, dad, I'm a queer, you wouldn't at least try at least once to be like, hmm, let me see if it is exactly what you want to be. Or would you just go with his word off rip and be like, yeah, I support you? No, I, I, you know what? I, I do option shit. A. I would sit down with him and be like, is this your decision? Let's like talk to me and 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 step by step it. Like, why are you? Do you think you're queer? And 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 if you really do think that, what are your goals in life? Like, are you just gonna be like, I'm queer and then I'm gonna start doing the stereotypical nail thing? Like, no, dude. Like, what the fuck are you gonna do? Are you just gonna be a gay guy that does stuff, or are you gonna be a guy who is gay? So, that's the two differences in life that I, I always tell people. You so if he was a gay, gay guy that did and stuff, something for guy or gay. If you're so if he was a gay guy that was just doing stuff, you'd be like, get the fuck out of that. Like you mean Basically, if he's looking for he's not, love? He's not being himself. Oh, you guess? mean like if it's like just a sexual thing as opposed to him looking for love? Gay love? Like if he was if he was like flamboyant gay, like I don't want to be a drag queen. I'm like, okay, if like if this is the path you want to do in life, uh it'll take me a while to accept it, but I'll be I'll have to sit down and be like, all right, so you wanna be like a super ass drag was like, queen. He was like Dad, this is the sexiest I've ever felt in my life. 
I want to be a drag queen. <laughs> Would you understand that and just I let it? I feel the most sexiest I've ever felt in my life. Yeah, that's my son. That's my son at 18. Um, <laughs> I think I it, it, it will hit me hard because again, I grew up in a society that like you got to like a man and a woman be together, and gay people should be not around. So it would hit it, like it. I don't know. I love my son no matter what. I I remember this this phrase, and I know this is gonna be this is gonna gay trap me by saying this, but I remember this phrase from Will and Grace, and and okay. and, and 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 Grace and Will. I'm sorry, Will was talking to his dad, and his dad told him like, "I knew you were gay. I just love you because you're my son. That's all that matters in my life. Whatever you do after that, doesn't matter to me." Yeah, but it's it's and I've always lived by that morals, huh? I get you on that, but there's like a thing too that you do kind of, I would assume, you'd want certain expectations, I guess, for your kids, like, because you know it's, it's a, it's a normal life. I don't know, like, yeah. all right, let, well, let me ask you this. Is, oh, go ahead, say what you're gonna say. Yeah, for, for me, for instance, uh, I will be comfortable with their, their outcome of being that at a certain age where I already know that they're conscious of life. So they can't run up in my house at an 11, 12, 13 saying, yeah, I'm this, and I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. You have to know the world at least and experience things, know things before you could come up to that conclusion for me to be a hundred percent supportive. Like to take it that seriously. Yeah. 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 Until yeah. then it's going to be some, you sure? And okay. to what you guys were saying earlier, I think what like we're, I'm taking off the table like the political thing yeah. where there where your yeah. where your son heard from his teacher or some shit like that. Like that's brainwashing. Yeah. That's yeah. different. I'm talking like he came to this conclusion on his own. Yeah. But let me ask you this: Is there a difference between that? Because somebody asked, "Would you rather have uh, this or that?" Is there a difference between your son coming home saying that he's gay and then your son coming home and saying? I think I'm a woman. Is it the same or is there a difference there? I could see there, some presidents in being gay than just being a woman. Yeah, that's a big difference. At that point, that, you're, you're, you're slapping me and God in the face. <laughs> that's so. his thing. Like, I, And we talked about this, Chris. Like, I've always believed like, if you believe in your heart that you're a woman or a boy or, or a dog or whatever animal mineral vegetable that you want to be in life because 2023 ladies and gentlemen um wait till you're 18 when you're legal of age do whatever the hell you want and then and only then you have the choice i i, I like if my kid told me that that's a that's a good subject if my kid told me hey i'm a woman on the inside i'm like okay sit down and let's talk to a therapist and see if this is real if not this is a psychobabble and if this is real real stuff that you feel then we're gonna wait until you're 18 and then after that you choose it you pay for the money you do the pre-op you do it yourself this is not paying for a scholarship or paying for your car when you're 16. this is this is something that you have to choose when you're an adult not me as a, as a father i can either accept it or deny it or reject it or exile you or say that the devil's in you and and throw holy water on you like most you know latino parents do well, there's also a definitely a, a psychology to that when you push too hard on your kids about something, they're going to rebel. So that yeah. could 
depending on how you go about it, could push them even further into the like, the gay pool. Might but. get canceled after the statement. But <laughs> um, Do you suck dicks? I, I, if you're <laughs> if you're just gay for the sexual being of being gay, so be it. But that lifestyle shit. If you're like one of those, like I live in the like hey yeah I it's got my gay entire my yeah, i got gay identity, banner yeah. over my fucking head no bro no you live in a gay community yeah, like, you fly the flag yeah, you do bro, the, you're yeah. wearing pum pum shots and <laughs> <laughs> no bro no like all right bro you could be a dude and be gay bro i could i could accept that right right have to have an advertisement over your head a fucking rainbow emoji <laughs> on your shirt every day like no i'm not i'm not fucking with that yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it, it's a question for you. It's a question for Wanda and, and Chris in the future. For if you know, for Wanda, he has a kid, and, and Chris, whenever you have a kid, what if one day at, when he's 13, he comes up to you and says, Dad, I think I'm a furry, and I want to be a furry. I want to dress like a furry. I want to go to the conventions, and I want you to support me. What's a furry? And it has nothing to do with sex. He one just wants to dress up like a wolf. Weirdos that dress up in the, like, mascot kind of costumes they dress up like a like a panda bear and then they fuck in the woods <laughs> you the never world. heard of furries no. you never heard of furries what the no. oh my god that's the real deal i stay far away from yeah. the furry people dog furry people oh you mean like what if you start seeing your son getting into some just weirdo shit no, like, like he he wants to bond with you as a father and son, and this is the only way he knows how to bond. Like, hey, I want to go to a furry convention where I'm gonna dress up as a, as a pink wolf, and I want you to come with me so you see my friends and see that this is normal. In his so, eyes, it's normal. So it's in your eyes, you're like, I'm gonna burn my eyes be out. Gay or a nerd? So I gotta watch my son fuck somebody in the forest as a pink fox. No. <laughs> he said it has nothing or to do with fucking like, at that giant gangbang convention center. It's been it's been done, dude. Well, let me ask you a question on this too. Kind of in the line no of me, dog. <laughs> kind of in the line of what Alex is saying. How do you like? How can you tell when your kids are getting into something that's like too weird? You could tell, bro. Like on some Jeffrey Dahmer shit. I, I, oh, to be honest, if you're if, you if you're if you're positively involved in your kid's life, you would know. Yeah, they flaunt it. You're right. Hey, because the reason... I saw this weird anime about this weird woman getting murdered, and 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 da 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 da. It's one of my favorites. I'm like, what the? Fuck? What about the Dragon Ball Super, bro? <laughs> just, just classics. <laughs> yeah, like you see him start like uh, taking an interest in Roadkill. You're kind of like, all right, I gotta put him in sports or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. You just kind of. It's kind of. You realize he. It's almost like he's too bored. You have to give them something else to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and get that, that out that somewhere brain. else. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jump okay. Start it, 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 something else. I have a question for both you guys. Actually, being a father myself, would you, growing up with your kid, show the same movie collection that you grew up with? That's one. I. Th that's a great question because I think about that all the time. Actually. I I've grew, done I, it, by I, the way. So I, I'm using this as an example. I've I've showed my entire discography of everything I've ever watched to my son since like six years old, and he's watched. He didn't watch Toxic Avenger one to four. I I, I spared him that pain. <laughs> everything else, he's watched. Um, 
Yeah, I think I would. I think I would, because I always question myself on that if I would, because I watched stuff that I was like technically too young to watch. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I try to raise both my sons in the 90s atmosphere like I did. I don't try to have as much strings as these new age parents have on their kids with mine. So the helicopter parent thing. Yeah. Like I don't have parental yeah. control on my TV. Like for what, bro? You just know what you're not supposed to watch from what you're supposed to watch. And if they stumble on it, if they stumble on it, I'll fucking know. And then they won't stumble on it again. That's yeah. pretty much how it goes. So, all right, Pete Ortiz says, I choose everything my son watches. Would you, if you yeah. were to be giving him advice, what would you say? Would you say maybe pull out, pull, pull out, pull back? That's too late for that. Yeah. Right? Pull back Mr. a little bit. More. When it comes to what they watch, of course, like I said, I don't have parental control, but any streaming site that they do have, it is age appropriate. So yeah, it, well, they won't be oh, able well, to go Shata's to... is not age appropriate because my son watched saw that. My son Shata's has also, also seen Shadows. My son's also watched Fridays, all all three Fridays. Um, it's a funny story. Oh. My youngest son were in the hospital as soon as he was born. His first movie he ever watched was Baby Boy. Like he was a day oh. old watching Baby Boy. So it's like nice. <laughs> And then Peter Ortiz did say that he also shows him good stuff. So I don't know what, yeah. what the stuff is, yeah. but I, I guess that makes show, sense. You show them 90 television, like 90s television yeah, for a kid now. It's perfect because they'll sit down and be like, Dad, what is this stuff? I'm like, yeah, this, this stuff was real. And there was no cell phones. That giant brick that Zach Morris has, that's actually a phone. You know, <laughs> that's, you know, I had somebody tell me that they showed uh, a great movie to show your kids. And I guess there's a certain age to it, but um, is Gran Torino. Even though there's racism in it, by the end of it, the guy ends up sacrificing himself for the people that he's quote unquote racist against. No, I swear, up. I swear to God, bro. I swear to God. And they weren't even they weren't even white kids. Was that Fred you? And were you just because, trying to no, no, yourself? No, 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 because you guys are you guys are not understanding that kids don't understand what the terms mean. <laughs> oh my god! I swear, bro. Yeah, okay. that's would, a Christmas movie, man. I, I would show my kids Gran Torino because I understand. He becomes no. he's a lovable he's a lovable old man. A lovable old man. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, oh my god! I'm telling you, real talk. Somebody somebody told me that. I don't know. Did he have a bald head? No. no. He has mixed kids. Oh, you don't show your... Oh, I my think, you God. Know what? You I, think show... it's mi- I think it's mixed kids understand things differently than... I think I think you guys but are raised with a certain... You know about mixed racial... kids, man. They only know one side. <laughs> it's impossible to yeah. teach r- mixed kids racism. No, it but is. you know what? Yeah. No, Krishan, you know what? I, I, I can't say that Grant Torino's you know, bad. Where's my dad? I, I just said... I, I showed <laughs> my kids Bebe's kids. <laughs> And that really is kind of like racially motivated if you look at it. It's stereotypical in the end of it all. Yeah, I so. think I think people get too, and I'm talking at, at a place because I'm not a father, but I think people get too uh, sensitive with their kids, where like they'll think showing them Gran Torino will like turn them into racists. And well, it's like, don't show no, it to them when they're like six years old well, what, because they'll repeat really all Gran the to a four-year-old. That's so. No, man, it would but, beat everything. Because you guys are looking at the, the, the adult side of it. 
the thing is that kids see it as this guy who's not really likable, but then he becomes like accepting of these people that he doesn't like to the point that he sacrifices himself. Do you not understand that kids are sponges and anything they say that or hear that they're just going to repeat, regardless if it's in it's just innocent intent, they'll still repeat it. So I don't what think... zipper head. <laughs> Spooks. Oh God! See? He does say spooks, and then you'll laugh, and that child will look up at you, Chris, and say, "Wow, that's he's but, smiling, so that must be a cool word to remember." No, but hold and on, then, and, hold on, though. This is real. In the movie, though, they were trying to rape the Chinese girl. They were fucking spooks. They were scary. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and if you watch it with a kid, you laugh, and he'll look up at you and think it's an awesome freaking thing to say. This is what I mean. They, they, one does right. Maybe Kids you are. are maybe you are. I don't know. I and, and I did also preface this by saying it's a certain age that you have to show them yeah. the movie. So yes. I wasn't saying show a six year old that'll gotcha. repeat anything. Like okay, my son, good. for instance, right, he grew up, he 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 did the transition. My oldest one, he went from the Rugrats and Doug and shit like that, moved up to recess, moved up the chains. Now he's on Fresh Prince. He's getting older. He's about to be thirteen this year. So, so you, you, you progress watch, him yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, By the time he's like bro, middle 14, 15, you. I put him on Martin. No, this well, my youngest one already been put on Martin because that was our daytime show to watch when he was growing <laughs> up. So it was... I see, I see, I see. And it's 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 like well, that was prime time humor. Now. It wasn't wrestling. You guys got your your kids oh, on well, wrestling. Yes, right? definitely watches wrestling. I just had a wrestling match yeah. with my son earlier. Oh, okay. <laughs> Was it a five-star Dave Meltzer? Yeah, he, he ended it with a um, punt to the head to me, bro. Oh, yeah. that's how he's going to close it. Yeah, close it. That's true. I would have kicked like that wrestling. at two. You know all the <laughs> so that's good to know. Let me ask you a question, though. Let's say yeah. WWE decides to turn the corner and go back to Attitude Era. Would you still let your kids watch that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, my, my parents watched it, and ever. they were kind of dumb. <laughs> So, you know, let him have fun. Is that more because you're like, I'm not going to not watch it? <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I'll tell the youngest to go get a snack. Me and the 13-year-old watch a brown panty match. Yeah. And with 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 eight, with 4K detail. That's the big difference. Come on now. Because my 4-year-old yeah, be like, all that shit. in their underwear. I smell their booties. That's what he'll say. Some stupid shit like that yeah. and ruin the match. And, oh, I see. I see. Yeah, just get out of here. Ruin and even now, you know, they like, you know, shows say bad words after 10 p.m. So you got you have raw attitude era where they say the F word and the beat and every other word possible. Then you put bra and panties matches. Then you do like what Kat did back in the day where she'll kind of tease taking something off and then go to commercial. And you got to wait to the end of the show to see it again. I hated that shit, but it was, you know, smart I advertising. Was, I was at the Armageddon when she flashed the crowd legitimately oh lucky off. bastard I was you there. wasn't supposed to do that too yeah yeah <laughs> lucky man it's pretty pretty epic but my uh my my mother took me to the show so oh, no. it was kind of like well <laughs> you can't really... <laughs> so it's pretty the awesome. signs were there the signs were there like the show was called armageddon so you know something something was gonna happen yeah but i'm sure my so... mom didn't think i was gonna see fucking titties flashing in my face. Yeah, they like, they're like, they're like, they, they, are, they were flashing, but they're like, eh, it's all right. It's an iconic moment, but it wasn't the greatest titties in the world. I actually like, went back. Know? I went back and watched that show not too long ago, and it sucked. It yeah. sucked the dick. 
Yeah. It's just a moment. That's all it is. Because I was there. Yeah. I watched Steve Blackman versus Kurt Angle, and I was like, this is great. <laughs> watched it on the screen. This is the shit. <laughs> I watched it back. I was like, this sucks. Well, we're getting True. to... Seems like we're getting to wrestling talk here. You guys want to talk a little about the? Uh, we can get into some nostalgic talk about wrestling games. Wow, wrestling games. WWE 2K23 dropping, yeah. and um, I mean we could talk about some of the new features and stuff they're gonna have. Yeah. But I want to migrate this conversation over to the conversation of just video games, wrestling video, video games. Video games of wrestling. Yeah, but. What's the like? What have you heard about the the new game? Because you were telling me, yeah, you the, know a little more than the I. The showcase. It starts off, of course, it's featuring John Cena this year. That's the highlighted player. Um, they're doing a oh, twist on the showcase this year. You're going against John Cena against all his top foes instead of you playing against him. I mean, you're playing with him to get. He's trying to get his win back. He's still, the, yeah, he's still trying to get his win back, but you're supposed to beat his ass. So it's almost like a defeat the streak feel mode that could be for cool. the whole showcase so that would be a cool feature um they're bringing back the designer suite where you're able to create characters yourself they're going to have a broad selection of hundreds of pre-made already characters with their face with their music with access to be able to download your own face or download a superstar's face if you wanted to to create your own um for instance i've already seen that dominic mysterio is not on the official roster of the game but someone already made him in the download suite and it has his attire, has his music, has looks his just face, like him, looks right? just like him. So we're going to be able to do some crazy things with that. They all- I hope they also like kind of integrate the created player into the game a little bit more. Yeah. Because even in like the universe mode and stuff, it, you feel like you're playing as a created player. Right. Like you want to feel I like miss you're, that. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and yeah. I heard they're, they're going crazy on the universe. Mode. They're going crazy on the universe mode. They're cr- going crazy on the my rise. They definitely promise since they don't have to really work with other councils the way they did last time. WWE is not like putting their hands in it too much. Yeah. Well, this time around, they're going to allow us to not have the same story mode twice. You won't relive the same experience. Oh, good. Which can go either way, because when they do the choice thing, like the last game was okay. Yeah. Like I saw the foundation, but the choices felt like you were going to go that way anyway, or you can go, like, I didn't feel like, I just felt like I was just doing the same thing over and over. Gotcha. So if they switch that up where... I think they even mean the story mode different every time you start up, so it's not like the same. Starts in different places and stuff. I... I like the universe mode. It just, if they actually, I heard what they're doing with the universe mode is they're actually adding like cutscenes and stuff to it. Mm-hmm. So you're not just playing matches. Just, and yeah. There's going to be actual like. You can play different roles of GMs. GMs. Yeah. You, you, or sometimes the GM will come and give you a choice. Yeah, you could be a superstar GM like DeVille. You could be like, what's his name? Freaking Pierce. Pierce, Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce. You could be like Shane McMahon or Stephanie McMahon. Coast to coast or uh, McMahon dynasty. Almost like they did with the uh, storyline last time, where it was like you can be a movie star coming into yeah. the game. You can be an athlete. You can be an MMA fighter. Yeah, that was yeah. with my rise. This time it's in my universe. My so universe. It's, it's going to be a different feel. Maybe if you play with like the superstar um, GM, you actually p- could put yourself in matches. 
and stuff like that. So, well, I remember back, and I guess we can slide into the nostalgia a little bit. I remember back uh, on SmackDown Two, mm-hmm. they actually had their universe version of a universe mode, and it was like pretty much you how you could skip through matches, but it would make you watch cutscenes of stuff, like yeah. so you didn't miss it. Yeah, and the cutscenes actually led to things like unlocking in the arena you could unlock the the um the restaurant yeah wwe new york wwf new york like it it led to unlocking players like it it was it it meant something like you were doing something that's what they were trying to bring back to it and because and also because wwe is heavy with staples now they bring it back my fraction right right going to be about time it's going to be interesting yeah are you big on the uh the wrestling games alex i haven't been in a while but since there's going to be an aw and a wwe wrestling game coming out probably about the same year i'm in, i'm actually interested to see you know what's different you got ukes entertainment in one side and you got a lot of money from wwe on another side because 22 sucked a lot of people remember that, and they don't want to forget it. Well, twenty two didn't suck. Twenty sucked. Twenty two was, 20 oh, was sorry, yeah, 20, unplayable. Sorry, yeah. 20, sorry, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I think nineteen sucked. That actually made me throw my controller for the first time since I was a kid. Nineteen. Nineteen. Who had nineteen on it? It was when you went through like you were going through NXT. You had to play like three matches mm. in each play. It was like I just hated it. I hated it. And then Finn Balor was just OP'd on that game. Like, he was impossible oh, yeah. to beat. And I was, I, I remember when I, when I threw my controller, I screamed, He's not that good! <laughs> and you and cursed I, him, broke his shoulder, and now he's with a club with, uh, you know, with a Mysterio. So. Yeah. And then I remembered I played the universe mode on that game. And every single week, for a year straight almost, they had me fight Baron Corbin on you, main you, event. You chose that. No. <laughs> it was back when he was doing the lone wolf thing. Yeah, lone wolf. That was his best gimmick. Yeah. But, uh, Bummy Corbin. His best I like bum-ass Corbin. Bum-ass Corbin was the, I guess, the one that got fans' attention, but the, the persona of the lone wolf was the better. Well, maybe, maybe we'll run. maybe we'll get into a little bit of that yeah. later. But but the game back to the game. What's what's your what's your favorite wrestling game ever? My favorite wrestling game. Oh man, you got to pick one. If you and then we'll talk about the rest. Everybody. WCW versus NWO. Revenge and sixty. Revenge and sixty four. That's it, hands I, down. I'm going. I'm going. I oh, fuck. It's I'm e- going. No mercy. No Mercy is the most rememberable game for me. But favorite, I would probably have to go with Here Comes the Pain. A lot of people say that too. I didn't really, I wasn't big on those SmackDown games. Oh, those SmackDown. I'll be honest. All three of them are fucking solid, bro. I like Know Your Role. Know Your Role was great. That was the one I was going to pick as my first, mm. honestly. No Mercy is like Goldeneye. Those, those games are just put on a pedestal in, in the memory you almost can't even yeah like one day I'll, I'll if i have an n64 i'll just blow off the dust put it in and be like here come here sons 
Let me show you what a real ass whooping's like. And you know what? They're gonna laugh at it because they're gonna see fucking Al Snow get super kicked and he's gonna be <laughs> laying smiling. on the floor smiling. Oh, they're not gonna laugh at it. They're gonna get their asses beat by Wanda and then he's gonna laugh at them. Like you got beat by a twenty ass year old game, bitch. <laughs> well we were laughing about uh how back in like it was uh WrestleMania two thousand, mm -hmm. the game. And I think yeah. even No Mercy. They yeah, had no the mercy. wrestlers with the imposed face on. So it'd be the rock with the eyebrow. Yeah, just the eyebrow running around. Just coming you, out of the ring. Yeah. You give him the stunner <laughs> and he'd be knocked out with the eyebrow. Or then Al Snow would have the bit an edge. Edge. Would have the big smile. smile. And they get knocked, knocked out. And they're they're yeah, you hit him with a kendo stick. All good times. Yeah. Uh Peter Ortiz Day of Reckoning. Was that a GameCube game? I think so. Do you remember when uh, GameCube, their Royal Rumble game, it was the first game that had like eight people in the ring at the same time? Yeah. People, oh my god! It was a, it was an arcade game at one point too. Mm -hmm. Bro, just the evolution of having a Royal Rumble in a game was crazy. The Hell in the Cell match in the games are crazy. I was just talking to you the other day. Like, it's a simple feature they had. I forgot which year it was when they had to take your straps off. When you're able to take the straps off the leotard. I love little details little like details that. Little details like games, that was, was pretty dope. So, one thing I want them to start getting is, uh, and I don't know if they have, is the like the blood. Like, I hate how it's always just one animation. Yeah, I mean, I want it to be like I could just beat the a fuck out of A few games somebody. back, I forgot which one too. They would. When they had the body in indicator and it would re be red and stuff, they'll start bruising. And they that used was that. last year, I yeah. think. So they had it. They had it, and they lost okay. it again. So, yeah, they need to bring all those things, little key things back. I, I like the creative entrance. They need to bring that back too, because yeah. my creative player felt so dull last year. You gotta pick the pre. Yeah. Shit. I hear too, because um, what I loved and I forget which game it was, where you can uh, create a finisher. You could upload music to the game and make that your entrance. Make that your entrance. Yeah, I remember that one yeah. too. That was old school. That was cool as fuck. Yeah, you could just add anything to the entrance. So it was like the, I think that might have been the most diverse, like create an entrance thing. Yeah, and I th that was I, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say, but. Smackdown versus Raw 2007. I actually have a lot of memories with that game. Specifically. Endless nights of ladder matches in that game. Remember that was the first game that lets you go out to the crowd. Mm -hmm. And they had that little thing you jump off of. You grab a soda out of the crowd. A, a fucking title belt. Yeah. Sledgehammer. I remember you'd fight so much if you're playing against your friend. That's why I remember it. Yeah. Me and my friends would play it. And you'd beat the fuck out of each other trying to get that spot. Yeah. To jump off the jump thing. Jump off the thing. <laughs> I remember when they started implementing um, stamina bars, and you'd fucking just fall out after you. Like, yeah, I got a little. You beating the shit out of somebody with a fucking chair, and then you just fall out. That's why I loved the SmackDown Know Your Role that era mm -hmm. because they kind of mixed perfectly the arcadey thing with real yeah. simulation. Now it's too simulated for yeah. me to enjoy a lot of it. Like I'm like, it's too like. I wanna, I wanna like hold the guy and fucking throw him off something. I don't wanna like wait on an animation. You know mm. what I mean? Press, Press a button, button and you see an animation. Yeah, that's pretty much it. What were you gonna say, Alex? 
No, I, I, I understand what you're saying, but then I, I was about to say, I, I was about to say WCW versus NWO is the same way too, because if, if you remember certain moves, you would do an animation, and then they That's would do fair. like a whole 360 replay, like the fucking Matrix. Yeah, and I was like, damn. That was, I, I used oh, to yeah, love the finishers. Like once you hit a finisher and it gave you the 360 or the triple hit, boom, boom, yeah. boom, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the F5. Yeah. And then it would slow down. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be great. Yeah, I don't mind all that. Like yeah. enhance the, enhance it, it. It's not real life. Yeah, but don't make it like Legends of WrestleMania. Like that, that game was terrible. You know, oh, I think. No, that was what I think would actually, I never played it, but what I think would actually add something to wrestling games is a little bit of ragdoll doll physics. We would, we it kind of, it's used not to. so. You remember falling off the top of the cell and you'd fall and you just do No, all. that was a horrible animation. That fucking flippy, <laughs> flippy do. <laughs> you do the spin rooney basically. Yeah, that was great. That was horrendous. It would ruin it for me. Or the the rock flop, they like teeter, yeah, and fall over. Are I I'd hate when you throw them off the hell in the cell and they get right back up. There was a game that did that. It was a glitch. Yeah, if you, if you accidentally hit the table a certain way, like your leg hits it, you just pop right just, back up. Or the ones where like you suplex somebody near the table and it fucking explodes. Or you're doing a move and you're on top of the cage and the cage gate's already broken on top of the roof and you get stuck in the animation oh. that lets you walk into it and then you both fall down on the ground. Well, that's the thing. They need to figure out something other than mini games because everything turns into, like, you get into the turnbuckle and it's, like, turns into a mini game. Yeah. It's, well, like, it's too many mini games. I mean, I, 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 I get the mini game aspect if you're playing two players, like, in the same room. And that's usually what this game is in evolved to and you know online so it's a it's a it's a better way to fight the opponent in a mini game you know what i'm saying then because it's it's usually i like when they used to be i push square did you know i push square you got to match it too in order to reverse you know instead of just pressing a certain button every time to fucking reverse what if they did something similar to like dragon ball z used to have it almost like uh think of like tony hawk Mm -hmm. right when you do the jump up, and then you can control exactly what you're doing in the sky. You get what I mean? Yeah. You can choose to do a 900, or you can choose to do a fucking I mean, backside I, I, flip I, I, or something. I don't think I ever want to change the fact that if you, you have four buttons, and the four buttons you have four different combinations to do a different move. So, I mean, I, I, I kind of... If you keep it like that, it's, it's straight. There's like a like I don't mind an element of that. I think it's too based on that, where it's like the the replay value, kind of. I guess they're looking for almost like Mortal Kombat replay value, yeah. with your friends, right. kind of thing. But I don't know. Are people but, playing wrestling games with their friends anymore? Yeah, they just do it online. I guess, yeah, especially like, if now they bring back my fraction. Oh yeah, they're gonna be in there with the bloodline fucking entrance. <laughs> going crazy with their friends online. They're they're in this weird position with uh with with the rest. That's why I don't know if a sports uh a sports developer should make a wrestling game because there's a weird place of like you want to 
do the competitive nature of it, mm -hmm. but then wrestling is also like, I want to show off too, though. I want to do some flipperoos and jump out and do a tope suicida. You, you, you could do all of that if you set your mind player up right. Yeah. Yeah, but doing it in, in practice against somebody, there's like, it's not a, it's not always fun. I don't know what you're like playing, you, man. <laughs> I'll be having fun with my character online. No, like, even when we were playing, like, there was a part where you were like, oh, no, wait, let me do this. Let me let me suplex you off of the thing. Like, there's a part where you almost have to play along with each other to see the cool shit happen. The only reason why we have to play along to do it is because we had the fucking reverse on Super Jack High. So anything you did could just Ooh. reverse it. But when you're online and stuff, it's added like a 10%, 20% chance of reversal like it would be in a real match. So that's, it makes it more enjoyable. That's fair, I suppose. Yeah. I got to try it online. Yeah. Never tried it online. It makes it a way more enjoyable game once they balance out all the crazy. And you're playing against <laughs> yeah. another yeah. human. Yeah. Because yeah. I've yeah, had five-star matches yeah, online. Be a freaking master I'm trying to finish this person, and I'll catch him with a finisher, but they'll luckily be able to hit the two count or they'll right. hit me and i'm able to reverse it finally a freaking finisher but you know you'll play if you get them actually stunned they can't reverse so that's when you actually hit a finisher and hit them it's more the strategic yeah, that's it's what they're trying to do too yeah. they're trying to make it more strategic which is like which UFC is why they added everything the, like that. the catch finishers yeah because that switched up and the reversal finishers. the reversal finishers um alex you were about to say something and perks I just I I I I actually agree with Wanda. I I do remember online. I guess for wrestling is a lot more easier because playing against a human who is a freaking perfect counter machine sucks. That's why I can't play. I played twenty two with a human that bought the game. He just destroyed me in five minutes because he knew exactly what to do, exactly what buttons to press. Just destroyed me. So if it's fair and online, then I'm happy for that because it's not fair in humans. All right, fair enough. I guess it's it's could be a matter of subjectivity too. I'm looking for something yeah. that's not there. Yeah, you're gonna get the feel of what you would play with the other human back in the day online. Gotcha, gotcha. And I and I am interested to see what this AEW game is about. If I knew yeah. five AEW wrestlers, <laughs> I'd probably buy the game. But I come on, you got Sting. You could name five. <clears throat> Go ahead. Sting, I'll give you one. I got MSG. It's MJF. <laughs> yeah, you I'm failed already. <laughs> you failed. <laughs> jungle Kid. <laughs> it, it, jungle it's guy. Jungle Boy. <laughs> but okay, it's three. And, and uh, rhinoceros Man. <laughs> <laughs> not, not there yet. Not there yet. The 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 Mexican dinosaur. <laughs> No, no, you can't. No, you can't use that. You have to say his name. You can't just say Mexican dinosaur. Okay? The best dinosaur. Giant flipper. L L T Rex. Luchasaurus. <laughs> um, that's that's three and a half. Um. Cody wrote. No, he's in WWE nah. now. Um. Chris Jericho. There you go. Yeah. And K Christian Cage, baby. So you that doesn't it. count. <laughs> He's not it, no, it counts. It counts. It counts. Well, you like it or not, Christian Cage is in AEW, so it counts. It makes a lot of money. But he's not wrestling. You could have said Mark Henry yeah. and Big and, Show. Yeah, and too. and it's funny that Wonder only only named one 
homegrown talent. Everyone else was ex somebody. Oh, Damn. One of the four pillars. Oh, MSG. Well, <laughs> two. Yeah. MSG good. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. <laughs> um Rainbow Six Giant. Oh, sorry. Gavin Giant. Rainbow Six is coming back mobile version. I, I don't like mobile phone games. No. It's the never... future, whether you like it or not. Is it? People can just stream Actually, either doing future... it on a giant PS5 or doing it the on future, their iPhone The future now. is just to remotely play your video game from off your cell phone. So that's literally what we do now. I, I can play my even... PS5 on my phone. I think that's even ridiculous. Go, wait till you get home. Why, oh, man? Fucking stream addict. on the go, bro. Fucking addicts, it's... you screen addicts. <laughs> It's not screen addicts if you're just bored and you get like what, what hey, if man. what if like you're in a DMV and you got an hour to kill play some Call of Duty what if you take a crap stream right Call there of Duty. And then boom Listen, I'm on there there's a big problem in this country with screen addiction I think uh, I understand that he's saying you this gotta... while he wants people to watch us on the screen <laughs> sorry I'm reading <laughs> sorry I'm reading chats hold on <laughs> I can't stop looking at it it's scrolling um. Yeah, I think there's a problem with screen addiction. You gotta have some self control. Wait till you get home. You can play a game when you're home. It's not. It's not about the matter of playing the game, man. It's it's a lifestyle when you stream. You know exactly. You can follow me on Wonderland <laughs> on YouTube, where you can see me play off my fucking phone sometimes fucking when I'm not in front of addiction. my goddamn phone. Watch TV. Wonder feed his addictions hey. at Wonderland <laughs> on YouTube. Sometimes I'm not accessible sure to my subscribe. studio, so I'm playing on the go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not and like you're driving. Chris, whether you like it or not, it's the future. That that mobile games now are advancing with the advancement of phones. Now you can make a phone look like a little look like a little L and sit it down on the table and do stuff. Like we and the last time you had you can you can have a phone do that. That was back in the nineties with the flip phone and the sidekick and the Yeah, the sidekick. Do you know when do you know when you guys are, are driving? Right, and then you're sitting at a red light, and you notice like now more and more that you have to like the t the light will turn green, and nobody will go, and you got to give a little beep. Beep beep. Yeah. That happens to me every single time I drive now. Every single time. Are you one of those dickheads that beep as soon as it turns green? As because I'll tell you why. Because oh, yeah, I know I it's the same exact thing. I know it's basically some fucking pinhead. Who's looking at his his fucking phone because he can't wait until he stops driving? He did stop driving. No, he's still operating a moving vehicle. He's not moving. It's a death machine. He's, he's might be operating it, but he's not moving at the time. When dumb fucks who can't and, and addicts, screen addicts, are putting everybody in danger, where I have to beep at them. I don't think you're putting anybody in danger for not going. I think you are. I think you are. Because you're not paying attention, something else worse can happen. I think you're actually being more of the dangerous one for, for rushing or honking, and then now they rush and then they could have jammed on their gas and hit the person. They shouldn't know. be looking at their screen in the first place. Well, they could do whatever they want. It's not be in the rule book. That's why people get killed nowadays. That's why I don't feel bad for anybody anymore. Because <laughs> it's all their fault. Everybody. <laughs> they get or killed. <laughs> I mean, they make they make items and stuff now for you to be able to have your phone somewhere where it's not distracting. They have mounts and stuff, so you'd be able to have your screen addiction and be a functional driver. 
but I do agree with you. The dickheads are like this on their phone, looking down when they're supposed to be looking around in the fucking road. Needs to stop doing that. that is shit. A danger. Yeah, yeah. Because you could even take but, your foot off the brake and not even realize it. That's true. You get scared when you look up, and then I mean, depth perception from looking down on a screen and then looking up scares you. Screens and doing. Wait, that. wait, wait. Uh, Alex, what are you saying? I was saying that there's also a factor that if you look down on your phone and then you look up, the change of depth perception can scare you because I've done that sometimes. I, I can admit that. Where I look down at my phone, look at the message, and then I look up and then I think that I let go of the brakes or my car is reversing, but then I realize, like, no, the car is just going forward. My, mm. Not my car, but the car in front of me is going forward because it's a green light. So I'm kind of the guy that you scream at and honk to. But I'm also the guy who honks at somebody who the second the green light hits, I'm honking the horn and say, hurry the fuck up because it's like maybe 10 seconds before this thing turns to red. That's why I beat for the yeah, time. Yeah, that's why, that's why traffic doesn't fucking flow right anymore because idiots are watching their, their phone. Traffic never flowed right. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. No. No, no. no, no. Traffic Meaning never flowed right, the once you're waiting one second and you're like if if two cars could have went because some fuckhead was staring at his screen and i had to beep at him that's at least two three yeah. cars that could have went maybe more true maybe more and they've just flooded up that street now with their fucking i don't i don't think anybody peels off the line as soon as it's a green light that's Still. i do then you're actually putting yourself more in risk. No, I look first, obviously. Yeah. Get smacked by a running a red light. So I peel off as soon as as soon as I see it's ready. After a green. No, there's yeah, but if the car in front of you drives off and you're still sitting there, there's no grace period. Okay. The grace period is the car in front of you didn't get smashed. Yeah. So now <laughs> it's time for you to get the fuck on. And you have more time to actually look ahead where you can go, okay. Or you got more time to finish looking on your phone. No, you, you fucking narcissists, you addicts. It's ad. It's it's addiction. It's addiction. Color, what you want? If they're looking okay, in directions. Okay, you can't equate. But you can't equate driving with screen addiction because not all drivers are on their phone. Not, not everybody's on their phone. Sometimes they listen to the radio. Sometimes what if it's GPS? They look down. They sometimes they have a little stroke. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's narcissism. You gotta find the perfect cruising song, man. You're putting people in danger. You could still look at the. Listen, you can you can memorize where buttons are while you look. <laughs> don't no, no, cars no, no. come with the shit programmed in the in the steering wheel now? So you don't look at names of songs when you're choosing them. You just let it play out and listen by ear and go, yeah, that's the one I want to hear. Right I now. I keep my hands at ten and two. <laughs> I look at the, keep my eyes on the road and I listen to what's on the radio. You put your phone on do not disturb. I, I listen I put it on airplane. That's some bullshit. You must be, you must be getting investigated. Fuck that, <laughs> you should be investigated right now. It's, it's too, too clean. clean. It's too fucking clean. I make sure I, I and I don't move until I hear those seatbelts click. He memorized directions before he leaves the house so he doesn't look on his phone for a GPS. Exactly, wonder. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not keeping the the streets clogged up with but my self centeredness. Back to the cloggingness of the streets. I'm. I'm going to have to say that traffic was, was always traffic because there's proximities to this day from 20 years ago has the same amount of traffic and it's different times. 
it's there was worse. No phones then. It's worse now because there's more clutter in people's lives. It's worse now because there's more construction. More cars. No, I, li- I like construction. I don't mind backing up roads because of construction. Because you're actually but, seeing your tax paying but money. Construction at work. with the people that you hate it makes it even worse of a experience. Because then you add construction, which is a thing that's always happened. And a thing that, like, though people get more mad at construction workers for blocking up the roads than an idiot on his phone. Like, so I, the I, of the day probably wouldn't move because the music was great and they're just jamming at the light and <laughs> then they get honked. Good. I hope a fucking dump truck backs up into you. And smashes your, uh, not hurts you, too bad. It smashes your window so that the glass particles maybe get in your eye or something. <laughs> you know, back in the day, uh, 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 a dis- any distraction would cause a car crash. Ooh, a cop's getting, pulling someone over. Poof, car crash. So there's always those back in the day, too. So it's, it's always the driver, bro. It it's all depends on the driver. It's a subjective thing of a driver because... There's there's some that could have the screen addiction and not hold up traffic. Yeah. And know when to fucking and get off on the line. Gavin Giant, narcissistic uh thing means someone thinks they are better than others, not seen that here. Yes, it is absolutely narcissistic. You think whatever's in your shitty fucking phone is more important than the the safety of drivers. But in your defense, you're narcissistic because it's you're trying to get to where you're trying to get to, and you're holding me. No, up. no, no. It's not about that. Because not only do so I, so you only care about the safety. Why they're not moving off the line? Not only you trying do to get I the fuck to where you need to get to. Not only do I keep my hands at ten and two, but I always leave the house five minutes early. <laughs> okay, that's just social you're on that. time, All you're right, late, Gavin. Gavin. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're on time if you're five minutes early that's the way i see it so and yeah it is narcissism because when you're driving you have to understand that it's not just your safety that you're others. like i really wish safety I, I, of others i want to really feel like you really care about the safety when i was i would i would understand is. more if you're saying they're texting and driving that's more being reckless of not caring on the road, but that's at a what red the light, fuck it is. No, you're saying at a red light where they're texting and they don't see that it's green for them to get no, the no, fuck no. off the no. line. You're, you're, what I'm saying is, if you're texting and you can, you like keep your eye on the fucking light to where you you go when it's time to fucking go, then you're not causing a problem in my life. I don't even know you're texting. To but be if honest. they don't go, they're causing a problem in your life because you can't go. You're still an idiot. I don't text when I drive. I just wait. Wait till I get there, or I'll call you. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Because I'm not. I, I understand that my text it might be important to me, but I could cause a fucking wreck or something. How you that cause, hurts other people? How are you causing a rip at a standstill? You because if you don't, Four if you're not aware from me, you're still at a fucking red light. All your if concerned. you're not aware enough to do the very basics of going when the light turns green, then how can I? trust that you're aware enough that something else happens and you're going to see it. You're already fucking not doing the basics. It's like telling me that you want to be the CEO of McDonald's, but you can't fucking flip a hamburger. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You cannot... Okay, that's... uh, All right. Now, you can't judge a person by that one second by not looking up at the light at that one second, because, again, there's drivers that 
are bad drivers from the start, and there's there's drivers that are good yeah, drivers. I would take it if they're swerving and pressing on the brakes while still driving after you honk them, and they're still going because they're in their fucking phone. Yeah, they're freaking detrimental to the road. But a person at a red light yes. and is just not going at green is just go at green. That's pretty much all. No, you're- no, no. You're 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 missing what I'm saying. You're turning it into like I'm I I'm expecting it to be like fucking F zero as soon as. <laughs> <laughs> Gran Turismo as soon as it goes green. Are we hey we racing for pinks? (laughs) No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's a certain thing that as like as soon as the traffic starts flowing, there's people that don't go until they hear a beep. I I, I get it, but I've sat listen, I've sat behind people just to see how long they'll wait, because I'm not in a rush. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go. Let me see how long this fuckhead is going to be on his phone. But every while other the world, lane is still while flowing. While the entire world and death literally flies by him. But and at, he doesn't even realize it. At the it. same time, I'm not saying <laughs> it's like you should, but could you just go into the next lane that's flowing and just pass that person? That's just not always, because that's putting me in danger. Because I'm going to go that now. For, yeah, for this fuckhead that can't. What if the Wait car to... broke down? What if they're trying to find something, too? You don't know what it is, what's happening. Oh. That's not my problem. What if they turned on their hazards and then started texting? Would that be better? If you were if you were one of those, you know, those, like, herds of lions. Those herd of, herds of lions that run on the Serengeti. And then, like, the one breaks his fucking leg. You're the other lion that goes back and checks on the fucking, the fucking broken leg lion. And gets trampled over. I'm not That's getting, what you do. No, I go. I go get the fuck out of the way, because <laughs> f- traffic is flowing. It just sounds like it's, it's kind of narcissistic that you're just mad that the yeah. other person's controlling the flow of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well say, "You're just mad that you don't have anybody to text." <laughs> that would have been just Ooh. as valuable. <laughs> hey. Could have been their grandma they texting right there and then. Still, not my problem. Not my problem. You're then, on the road, my friend. It's not their problem to go. <laughs> other than other than your car literally breaking down, you have no reason to not go at a green light. Give me a like a reason that something could be jamming your gas. That's wrong. Something wrong with the car. Give me something else. There's Smoking no- a cigarette and it drops. <laughs> You gotta pick it up, man. Still, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Go. <laughs> then you start a fire and then blow up some shit. That's a serious thing. Not my problem, Wanda. Not my problem. No, I'm like, Adam, obviously, that's <laughs> now you have to convince Chris that you were on your phone for any other reason why they didn't go out of green. Hug, hey man, I'm yeah. just <laughs> cigarette. Oh my bad, thought you were on your phone. Just go. You're gonna die anyway. <laughs> It's gonna kill you one way or another. You're a degenerate. It doesn't matter. It's, 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 yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> Alex did just point that out. He pretty much just said, "You're a piece of shit. Move." Yeah, that, that reminds like, me of a story. Hanging on fire you're cha- you're cha- and you're cha- still calling. <laughs> it reminds me of a time where I was driving slow in the rain, and a dude pulls up next to me and cursing me out. Cause I'm driving slow in the rain in a sports car. That's different. Yeah, He's I'm, an asshole. I'm supposed to fucking slide down the road because I have an S in my fucking car, <laughs> dickhead. Yeah, that guy's an asshole. I agree, I agree with you on that one. 
I feel like. But you gotta add you gotta add weather conditions to this to make I would, it I would, I would work. Take it, I would take it more in consideration if his whole the whole driving experience behind them was a fucked up thing because they're on their phone. But if you just have to honk them because they're on their phone at a light, at least they're just doing it at the I, fucking. This light. is what I'm saying. I give. I I'm waiting there. The light turns green. The car in front of them goes. Yeah. I give them. Literally, I count to I count to almost three. I never count to three. Oh, I give them a, a hot a hot two. Count to three next time. Man. <laughs> yeah, I count three is excessive. Like I give okay them a false finish in wrestling. Go ahead, sorry, Alex. Go ahead. You can like like I knew something was wrong because you didn't say three. You said almost three. That means. In honesty, you go what one second, half of one second. You just try to be modest and say two. It's like What's I said. Time. Count count a, a a false finish in wrestling. That's what I give them. Well, one, okay. one, two, two. And then the hand is right about there. Honk. Two point five, two point six. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Honk. I think that's more than okay. enough time to give them time to kick out. I give them time okay. to kick out. <laughs> All right, I go wrestling now, wait a with minute. traffic. Now wait a minute, wait a minute. Since we're on wrestling terms, are you doing a normal count or are you do a dirty a dirty count, which is one, two, three? No, not is, a, is that how? You count but it? then that goes back from what you said earlier when you said if the if there's a car in front of them and they go motherfucker go, you're not even giving them that one two I'll, and go. I'll get this is what mm-hmm. I give them. Earl Hebner at WrestleMania. Who's that, the opponents? That dramatic Austin and, and Rock. Okay, because it was Brett, you know, that's oh, right. <laughs> yeah. oh, That's count. true. <laughs> I count the two and then ram into the back of them <laughs> and then blame them for it. <laughs> I I give them that that dramatic. My my arm goes way back. Oh, sleeper holds. Kind of oh, I give them Hulk Hogan hand. <laughs> Oh, God, no. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. You wait till they move traffic. Gavin Giant. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Learn the phrase. Is it, is, are you saying narcissistic thing is a separate, a separate thing? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll look it up. I'll correct myself next week, Gavin. If I'm, all right, fuck it. All right, what do we, we got anything else? Or are we done? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want, I, I I sent you that racist court special edition a couple of days ago. Oh, did you talk about that? I you know I don't know if I can. Do we need Google Translator for it? Yeah, yeah. we do. We actually do. <laughs> Why did I know this? Good call. Good call. I'll see if I. I might have not. I said it's on the Instagram. I know that. I know it's on the Instagram. So. Second, I want to. I I do. I really want to get Wonder's perspective, not for the article, but after the fact, what happened. You know, after all this transpired, so I want to see his face and see what what he's gonna say. Well, what was your take while I'm looking it up? What was your take on the uh, the other racist court we did? Oh, that one. That was. Uh... Yeah, that was aiding and abetting. I felt bad, but actually, no. It was it was third degree. It was the watermelon. It was the watermelon flavored water that got me. It was right there. Like it, mm. it, 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 it would have been more racist if Fifty Cent was you know sponsoring it with vitamin water. 
but yeah. he wasn't. So I it's get like, no third degree. You know what? Yeah, I have to go with Alex with that too because it's like you gave him watermelon favorite Kool Aid. That's like, why I told you the Kool Aid is what yeah, got me more than the watermelon. Thirty one flavors of Kool Aid out there, and you chose watermelon. I'm glad they didn't give him grape. It's almost yeah. <laughs> you're right. You know for yeah. Kool-Aid's are known for colors, not flavors. So when you hear about flavored, I'm like, mm, that doesn't sound right. They want watermelon. See, I would have went grape. But that could be racist too, right? Yeah, I don't... I, I, that's I, 70s like the grape racist. soda stuff. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. The chicken and watermelon is 70s I don't racist. Think, I, don't, I, I think well, it's going back into it, but incorporating anything of the past in the future, <laughs> reenacting it, is racist to the black eye, but talking about it is not. I'm glad you said the black eye. Yeah. I was gonna, I was about to disagree. <laughs> I was about to disagree with you guys. Yeah. Um, I guess this is in Spanish too, right? The video. Uh, yeah, but just you, you can just show the pictures. I can give you the context once you talk. Once you do the article in English, because the article in English basically explains what the video shows. I gotta say, the the women that do the fucking news in your country. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, then, my, oh, no, so oh no, 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 no. That was, she got fired. That was 2020, 2021, actually. 2022 newscaster in that channel is actually way hotter than that one. Sorry, guys. Yeah, the full screen here. She had a little, she got freckles on her face, too. Looks cute. Oh, she's they know delish. how to pick them. She's delicious. What a dish. Remember the one with the big fat ass that used to do, uh, fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> she used to do, uh, weather. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, man. This right is going to be... There it is. All right, so I'm just going to play it, and you can kind of walk us through it. Of course. Uh, I mean, you're not going to see it. We're playing yeah, it right I, now, so you can kind of... Right, no, I, I got ahead. my other phone right now, so yeah. I'm watching you. Is that J. Cole? I got you. Well, tell us what the deal is, what's going on. Okay, she's going to talk about this. Th this is a couple. This couple has two little girls, one 13, one 9. And they just moved from one part of Puerto Rico to another part. They're in Carovanas. They're like three towns from where I live. And they moved five towns to that town. They bought, they bought a brand new house. Not a brand new house. They bought a house for cheap. And they started moving in there. Now, the problem was that her, their neighbor, as you see right there in the video, the one with the pink house, okay. their neighbor apparently doesn't like black people mm. or anyone of black descent or color. And in doing so, she, as you can see in the pictures, what I sent you, she put up and, and oh my God, she also put up a court order telling the family that they cannot talk about them anymore. In order, in order, for, in order for the lawsuit to be done, and as you can see in the pictures, she hanged up black dolls with red lips and white face, putting up signs that says the N word, "You stink, you stink." Now, real or quick, N word, leave. I'm, I, I'm sorry to cut you off there. What, what is this video that they're playing here? It looks, is this her? It, that's that's the 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 woman the eight by the way the woman that's that 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 uh did the dolls and everything else she's 82 years old ah. she is 82 years old so what you're seeing is the house of the 82 year old woman who takes her time and puts up you know black dolls with red lipsticks and by the way she puts on christian am music 24 7 loud mm. so it never turns off so the family can never really sleep 
because it's Christian music and Christian 24-7. Okay? So after the people found out about it, they made protests because that's what hippies do. And they made a protest about it. The 82-year-old woman's son, who is a doctor, hired private security, and they made a fence around it. Now, they just want to know why the, 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 the man is explaining right now. He just wants to know why this woman is being so-called racist and doing all these things. Because their house is right up the hill. They see everything. It's pointed at their house. And the music and the speakers are pointed at their house 24-7. And this was, and this was a year ago. And they're still doing this a year to this day. The signs are still there. The dolls are still there. And and what did the sign? What did the sign say? N word, you smell, you smell. N word, go home. N word, go back to Luisa. Because most people who are racist thinks that if you're black, if you grew up in Puerto Rico and you're racist, then you automatically think that every black person's from the town Luisa. Because that's where that's where the Spaniards left all the slaves there when they left. So they made their own community and. That's fine, whatever, but that's what she was saying. And then this guy saying, like, we're not even from there. We're from freaking, we're from, we're, we're from San Juan. We just moved here because we found a house cheap. And we, and we were wondering why it was so cheap. And now they found out why. So that's what's. Oh, I must have lost him. Alex, Alex, hold on. I think I lost you. Well, wonder uh, while I bring Alex back here. What is he, what is your take? So um, I don't want to be like the comedic one in this, but um, I got a house for the low, and you don't have much more time left, you evil bat. <laughs> so I'll let her put whatever fucking doll she wants up and make any sign she wants. It doesn't affect my life any. But yeah, like what does it even matter? Yeah. But I see what you're saying. Like, well, sorry. Continue. Yeah, that's a full. That's a full intent of just being, being something. Who really? It's like she's she's this old. She's not gonna change now. Yeah. It's almost like it's who not cares? Even, it's not even racist. That's life though for them. <laughs> like you're not you're not gonna teach an old dog new tricks. Well, I mean, if you if if you're really interested in changing her mind, like. You got to ask the question. She put a gate up around her house, Alex. She has no interest. Well, I'm just saying if if you actually had an interest in changing her mind in any way, Mm -hmm. right? You would have to ask her, and this is what they won't ask, is why, why do you not like black people? Like, did something happen to you? Did a black person do something to you? Like, something like that. Did you get robbed? You know what I mean? But people won't ask that because it's, it's like it's it's offensive, it but you offensive. do you do need to ask that so that if she does say yeah I got robbed so I don't like black people it's like well and understand that not all you know not all black people rob people yeah. like, in my simple. presidents I would always believe if you if you're already going to be a diehard racist and say you're a racist me even questioning why you're racist won't get answered because of your hatred towards me you don't even want to have a conversation regardless of what it's about right. So if you're even able to get an answer out of them, I'm already dubbing you as a fake racist because you're having conversation with me. Or the yeah. ideology is supposed to be pure evil, ignorance, and not even. I think that's why there is a thing to that. I think 
just because she's 82 years old doesn't mean that she can't change. I don't think that's not possible. So like, you know, if you were to, if you were her neighbor, I think it would be like some kind in some, like some way in your interest to make a good with your neighbors as unreasonable as they may be. I mean, you would try to make I I think that's just like giving the other cheek in this situation because she went out of her way to realize and discover that her new neighbors are black and went into put dolls up. It's not like the dolls were already up and they moved there to see that she put them up once she seen them there. So Well, my point is this, if you care enough like these people, right? Yeah. And I and look, I don't blame them for be a, 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 being offended by it. Yeah, that's what that's the only reason why they care is cuz offensive. Well, that's the reason why the woman did it in the first place yeah. is to offend them. But what I'm saying is this, if you care enough to where you're going to put it all on the news, you're going to go this far with it, then you do have to open yourself up to having a conversation with the woman. You know what I mean? If she's willing to have a conversation. If she's willing. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's that's what I'm saying that from people on, on the side of, like, getting offended. They don't want the conversation. They just want to go, no, you're wrong. You should, you should know you're wrong. And that's it. You should just apologize to me. And it's like, yeah, maybe, but sometimes you, if you really want an apology, sometimes you have to sort of explain to somebody why they're apologizing to you. Even as, as ridiculous as you may see it, as you explaining it, it just is what it is. People are ignorant. I don't, or, know. I don't, I don't have a touch by angel saving grace for someone that's already feels that it'll matter towards a race. It doesn't even matter if it's black. It does, it'll matter towards any race. I don't see the light of change and just asking why. Well, I'm not that person that you're, you, you hate. I don't see them, their brains broadening off of one conversation or even two or three to change it but as a neighbor you know you probably just have to dwell with the fact that that's their mindset and deal with it fuck the news and all that i think a big reason why people have a hard time talking to uh like actual racists is the same reason why they'll have like a problem you know talking to me and it's because i'll make a point about like I'll, I'll I'll say it. I don't I don't I don't hate black people. Yeah. But there are a lot of problems in the black community that need to be fixed, and it's on black people to do that. So like, I think if I were to start pointing that out to some of these people, I think they get scared because they they know I'm right on certain things, and they they don't want to agree with me. You know what I mean? Well, like they- if if sorry, for instance, police brutality. Don't resist. Don't commit crimes. That'll cut down a lot of uh, the problems with black people and police. I think. I think what it is too is in the, in their mindset, a white person's community is not crystal clean either. So who are y'all to give critique or? Because it's better. <laughs> it's simple as that. It's better. Well, that's, I guess that's suggestive. The, black that people point. are complaining or, on why their their communities aren't as good as white people. We're telling that, you that's why. That's only like see that's even that's crazy too because that's only another set of black people as well. Um, the ones that are in the slums in the ghetto, they don't even spread the ideology of the white man's giving me down. They're just stuck in the fucking proximity of the system of a hood. They but they're usually stuck in that man. because they think the white man is no, holding them down. There, there is there is slums of project ghetto niggas that don't even think outside of the box of even being successful to say a white man's taking them down 
They're just stuck no, on hood. This is why this is what I'm saying. It's the it's a program thing where they think, oh well, a white man's not gonna give me a job. But you know what I mean? You're not and so they don't even go out and try to get it, they just go and do the hood shit. No, there's some that don't even think there's a white man there's a job to even get. They just know to go out and get it. They don't even care about jobs or white man or yes, someone's holding talk, them back. You're, you're talking about somebody who's deeply programmed. But that, that, if you were to ask any hood motherfucker on the street, why are they out there doing that? It's because they think that's the only way they're going to get to big money. Because they don't think there's opportunities for black people because they're brainwashed. Sorry, uh, Alex, you're, sorry, Wonder. Alex, you're, you're still cut off here. I'm going to try to bring you back. Give me a second. Well, go ahead, Wonder. I, I get what you're, you're saying. It's a brainwash thing, but it, and s- there's some in their head. It's not even that's their even come up of being rich or anything. That's just what they're doing. What they know. That's it. That's that. They, there was nothing else more to know in life but your your neighborhood. Like you don't even go past that shit. There are people like that too, and there is a broad selection of that in the black community as well that puts into the same category as the ones that say, oh, the man's holding me down, so I'm doing this. They're damn well, they're, they're the ones that are equivalent to the, to the rednecks we talk about, like the hillbillies. They're just getting it off of the muscle of getting it in their, in their proximity. Yeah, but there's still a difference in the, in the sort of the culture. Like, if you're talking white criminals as opposed to uh, 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 black criminals, like, yeah, yeah, you can make similarities in the, in the psychology. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of white criminals come from fatherless homes, too. You know what I mean? They're raised by single mothers. Like, what we're saying, though, is that there's a difference in how prevalent it is in the communities. Like, for instance, uh, the illegitimacy rate in black communities have been at 70 and above and this, since the fucking 60s. This might sound bogus and it might sound crazy, but maybe we could agree that our, my community is very sensitive. So maybe even if the verbiage was different, like, hey, we know from our community that fatherless homes cause criminals. So we're just trying to give y'all the heads up that that should change that shit. It'd probably give a better thing than this is what you're doing wrong and this is what you need to be doing to fix your problems. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So maybe it's just a verbiage. Fair enough. Yeah. Maybe there's a there's a certain presentation yeah. that we're missing. Yeah. Because I've been I've been questioning that. I told you about that yeah. too. That uh, uh there's a certain way that I that I think I need to change up to make it more presentable, right? So to speak. But Alex, you're back. What, so uh, what almost you- like slapping someone when they're down and they didn't even know they're down. Well, I think there was a certain time where that was necessary, how how we were going about it. But now I think we're at a place where we got to figure out how to really push across a certain message. Yeah, drive it home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alex, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to talk about what Wonder was talking about. Uh uh, people having a choice to either get, stay in the hood or be out of the hood, and and, and you're saying it's the the white man's mentality of like, oh, the white man's doing this, but even here in Puerto Rico, I've never heard one hood motherfucker that grew up here said that the white man's bringing them down. It's all a choice to them. They grew up with family members that grew up that way, and then they just see that 
it's the way to go. You know, you just it, it's not really about money. It's about respect and power. Yeah, some of them just think it's queer. Because yeah, but, but money, you, you can't power, with that power you get money. You can't compare really Puerto Rico because it's it's more homogenized than America. But I could tell you like a hood no, nigga's not, mindset no, no, is not, more. That's not fair. Being successful that's not fair, is lame. Because wait, hold on. Let's hear Alex. Go ahead. It's not fair to say that because, again, if a Puerto Rican can grab a gun and have a drug point and sell drugs the same way as a motherfucker in Ohio, same concept. I, there's hoods here as there there's hoods in Russia and South America and Brazil. It, it yeah, might look differently, but they're still a, the same. There's a difference in, like, for instance, a guy in Puerto Rico, born in Puerto Rico, doesn't have the same um, the same opportunities as a black guy born in uh, uh, Ohio, or even a Puerto Rican guy born in Ohio, like a Puerto Rican, a Puerto Rican guy in Ohio has way more opportunities, better educationally, financially, absolutely. you know. That's why you can't. Puerto Rico here. That's why you can't really compare it in that in, in with with that because the the opportunities are different, especially if can you're you can, okay. Can you compare Puerto Rico to Detroit then? In this, in terms of poverty, education, and maybe in numbers, but not like the reasoning as to why the poverty okay. is there. Okay, could be to a degree. I don't know. There could be similarities, but I think if we're talking in terms of just um, where like why a black gangster would be doing that because he doesn't see any other opportunities, which is what the excuse that we get all the time from every gangster rapper and every gangster that we've ever seen. Gangster yeah. rapper and a gangster is two different people. I could tell you that. Well, you get what I mean? Like yeah. the, the mentality. Yeah. I could tell you that the stripes of having street cred holds more weight to a lot of people than having a job or nine to five or even a career is crazy out there yep. they're not thinking of white men is holding anything or have better opportunities they're just thinking a certain audience needs to respect me and i can only get it from the streets and that's all i need but that, that i'm telling you nobody does anything for no reason unless you're a psychopath huh. and i don't think they're they're yeah, all psychopaths I, I, i'm going to be what honest with you they have a it's a little bit of tendency of it's narcissism and psychopath being a psychopath. Why do they bro. want? Why do they want power? This the the love from the streets. Just power. Well, Just, said it power. No, no, but why? Power respect. Because you can have power running a, a, a being a CEO of a company. No, but not it, the same. It's not the same. Not the same. How is it not the same? It's because it's, it's, it's because your, it's your, it's like you're the mayor. Right. It's because they're looking at it as you're getting respect from white people. No. You're getting, you're no. getting respect you heard what from I said. the man. Yes, you, you bro. Said. Yes, it is. You heard what I said. It's a certain audience you want respect from. They don't give a fuck about why don't they give other that's people. That's what I'm saying. Why it's don't they audience. give a fuck about the respect from that audience, which is the audience they should want respect from? Because it, it's just a certain ones that will just get whatever they need done in their life done, and that's it. They're really you're just a saying a bunch circle. of words. That was a word salad. No, they okay. will have okay. a resource okay. of who they want. So they can get whatever they want done in their life, and it's a small circle of shit. Why do they think that's the only resource, though? You're you're not you're not answering the question. They don't need you're just no giving other me resource. More layers. They don't need no other resource. They don't think outside that box. How, when they all know that it that the the, the old adage it only leads to jail or death. How they all, all know they, it. All they know is OG. I want to be OG. That's it. 
They had yep. an OG before them. They want to be that. You're spot. miss. You're people don't just go. I want to be OG and that's it. Bro, There's a I, reason I, why. I functioned with these. people. No, no, no. This is what I'm saying. Why are they programmed to think that? That's all they Music, know. Media. No, it's that's, that's it, not man. true. Bro. That is true. You're telling Music me, true, bro. You're telling me they that. don't know. It's just like how hold we on, talked on. about gang people no, 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 raising no. their kids in gangs. We talked about that last you're, week. You're, you're giving, it's you're the cutting same them, thing. you're cutting them way too much slack. Like they're fucking retards. They this is what I'm saying. You're, you're telling me bro, that they the average they will die for their street. They're the, fucking retarded. The average street motherfucker doesn't know that he can go out and get a job. No. An average nigga nowadays in the gang, they don't care about getting a job if they know OG got their back. No, the opportunity to go get a job is there. You're telling me that they don't even know about that. Some of them, I promise you, Chris, they it, it never even dawned on them to have a job or even got bro. You're not, you're not answering the question. You're not answering even. They were even wonder, taught or learned you're about not, having jobs. You're not bro. answering the question. No, I'm going to say, are they knowledgeable that there are jobs out there that they can work? No, there's lackeys out there that have no knowledge that there's jobs. You're out of your mind. Like, you're out of your mind, bro. That's I, that. You're you're cutting way too much slack. I'm not cutting them slack. Yes, I know you how are. fucking stupid they are. You're telling me I live the life. Bro, you're that, telling me something on. from outside. I'm telling you from inside. No, I'm not saying that. You're telling know nothing about no, no, no. a fucking job because they grew up not knowing anything you're telling about a job. Me, you're telling me they're choosing not to do that. There's two-year-olds that's fucking no to just jump in the fucking windows and that's what they do for their fucking life. Two-year-olds And then they grow up in that same proximity doing that same shit and, never and knowing and about jobs. They don't watch TV. Hold on, hold they don't on, watch on. movies. Just because you're screaming doesn't make you right. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Listen, I'm you're telling me you're telling me that bro. that the average street motherfucker out there doesn't know that they can go work at McDonald's. An average they street to. motherfucker nowadays no. You're you're out of your mind, bro. They're you're just, you're not even being honest. They're, you're not being honest. Up and programmed now. There's a different generation. They're programmed. No, no, no. They grow up and they're programmed to say, "I ain't working at McDonald's, nigga. I gotta make more money, nigga." That's what they're programmed. Go, they know about McDonald's, bro. That's stupid. They'll go. They know that there's a McDonald's out there that they can work process, at. They're not thinking about working there because they don't want to. They're choosing not to work a regular it's not job. Choosing. They are programmed, like you said. They know from birth that that's not their lifestyle. No, the programming is them. They need to be on, on the street. They the need to no, 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 work no. for the street. They work on the street because they're programmed to not think they have opportunities out there. They this, the only opportunity they think of is McDonald's. This, when other, they don't this, realize that affirmative action, all the fucking things that that they give black people that they can that they basically can walk into a a, a fucking six figure job. And they don't take that opportunity. Half it's because them, they're lazy and they'd rather be on the street. You're talking about our age now. That's and not. That's the ones they, in the buying corners now. The younger ones now, but, the ones that have been taught from our generation, McDonald's was never an option. No, no, no. That's not even a job to it's them. It's not an option or a job to them because they see it. As the white man's business, and, they see and they're, the not gonna, business. they're not going to succeed in the white man's business. They that's how they see it. As it. the white man's business, absolutely, they see it as that's not going to get them where they're at because they just want to be OG. But OG you're out to of your like mind. People, you're bro. out of your mind to say that there's street motherfuckers out there that don't know what a job is. There's there's a street motherfucker, and then there's a gang member motherfucker. 
A street motherfucker that wants to get out of hood, of course they're gonna know about it. But the ones that are stuck in their fucking ways and wanna be hood, they not they not. They don't know what that. a job is. They don't know what they they do, their job is. They're not is knowledgeable. Kids. They're not knowledgeable of what a job is. Knowledgeable of they know what a job is of. So they go. So they go. So hold on. Shit, bro, they go. Up. They go out to eat at McDonald's and think that they're just there working for free. They don't know about working to get a wage. They. In that sense, they know that there's somebody, there's a motherfucker that's doing that. So they're aware that there's jobs for them to get that they can go. They just don't believe. They don't. They don't believe they can get the job because they're programmed with racism. It's not, they're programmed to say fuck the white man not, and his job. You're not understanding the fact but, that it's not about the white man when it comes to gangs more than the respect of other absolutely. niggas. Absolutely, gangs were created. Other niggas now because it's of all that. about just street cred. Niggas are dying every day because of their streets. It's not because of what because a white man. And that's doing. where we go back to this because they're so programmed that they don't even know anymore what the fuck they're doing. You get what I'm saying? Like not not knowing what they're doing, but they don't even know what the motive of what they're doing is. They anymore. have a motive. They'll, but I'm telling you, if you if you ask any street motherfucker, bro, and you really break it down, because I do it all the time, why are you out on the street or why do you do this? It always comes back to, oh well, we don't have opportunities. The the they might not say white man, but they're talking about the white man. They're talking about the 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 the, the corporations and and co- they'll I, break I'll it be- down. If you really said to them, who exactly are you talking about? They'll e- either say the white man or the Jews. Honestly, I don't know I who don't the fuck you're talking to because if you really broke it down to them and then they ask you who it is, they'll tell you it's the OG. What? They'll be the person above them that's telling them what the fuck to do in their life. That's the one that's yep. telling them anything. It's not the white man. It'll be whatever OG said. If you're and talking OG, to a real OG religion. is telling them the white man's not going to no, give you. No, OG is fuck- saying the streets is going to get you so what you're you te- need. So you're telling me there's no influence of racism in why motherfuckers become street niggas. No, influ- you're telling I'm me there's no shot. influence of racism. No. And so all this shit we've been talking about for four years, no, you actually don't believe that. What we talk about for four years doesn't have to do with what they really believe in in their own in their ideology. Their they, ideology, we we look at it from the outside in and say it's racial in their head it's nothing to do with racial anything it's whatever the fuck going on on their block it could be another nigga from two blocks down on their block and they're treating yes, them like whitey that came but down you're, their block. You're, you're talking about something we're not talking about i understand that we're talking about why do they do that what is their motive like what is the thing of why are they out on the streets killing each other for no reason respect it's not it's respect both. it's not they, they're brainwashed into believing it's respect, but you know that's not real. Then what is it for then? They think it's respect. Yes, I agree with you so on that. So when they do it and they get their ranks and they get whatever there is and they got to their high pillar of whatever they need in life. And then most of them end up fucking, getting killed. You never fucking hear from them again because yeah. they got to their, their point of life. You never hear from them again. Most of them at that point use whatever fucking money to do what they really wanted to do in life. If yep. they did have dreams. What do you mean? Like, if they really had aspirations to do something, most OGs that actually got successful in the street, they actually go out to the corporate world. Those are the ones we hear those testimonies from. I was on the street doing this, doing that. They use their money to go do what they yes, need to but do. Yes, but we're, ta- we're, we're so talking they, about something so, different. So you're talking about the guy. not always no, no, no. the white man is holding because them down because once be, they get their money, they're out the fucking game no, themselves. No, 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 because they're working for the white man. They're helping propagate the fucking brainwashing, the OGs. You're pretending like they're they're separate from it, and they're helpless victims as well. 
They're not. They're the ones that are helping uh, 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 propagate this idea that these kids don't have any other uh, opportunities because of racism, because they're black men. That's how they'll put it. Because I you're never, black I men. I didn't get influenced to join a gang because I was black. Well, you're giving me your anecdotal reason. And they never gave, and anybody that was recruited was never A because you're black. Come join us because it's black. This is the black no, thing no, no, to no. do. If, if you did question, like, why should I do this? Right? They're going to tell you, because you're a black man, you're not going to have opportunities in this country. And that's part of the brainwashing they so give what, to the... What, hold on. That's part of the brainwashing they gave to the kids in the 80s. And that's why the gang violence got so fucking crazy. So what are we telling to our... Well, if, if a white gang member asks us that, what are we telling them? Look what we're doing now. We're, the country is telling regular law-abiding citizens that are black that they don't have any opportunities. And they're turning into criminals. They're creating criminals with this ideology. So, so why, why wouldn't you think that in the criminal game, just because they're brainwashed, they're not being controlled by the same agenda? Because most of their agenda is, it, it's weird to say it's still trying to be opposite of what the regular agenda is in a way so they could be feared or gain respect. It has to be. What are they rebelling against? They're opposite of something. So they're rebelling. They're rebelling. What are they rebelling against? Bro, they're really rebelling against each other. At the end of the day, that's why it's stupid, bro. It is really rebelling against each okay. other because at one point in time, someone has to have the most power in something just so things could be in rotation. This is the last. They, th- this is the last thing I'm gonna say. They think they're the pillars of their community. They think they're the protectors of their community, and they're really the ones that's fucking up the community and not realizing it. Okay, because they're right? they're using what they feel like is justice in order, and, order to. And they used what? They used defund the police. They used uh, bail reform. They used all this shit Bro, to help. Hold on. Gang members or not. No, no, no. They're helping gang members. That's the point. That's what we've been covering fucking all the liberal city hijinks. And I said it before. Gang members ain't voting. I said that before and I'll say it again. This is the point, though. When Black Lives Matter and Antifa was rioting, who were out there with them? We covered it. Who was out there with them? The proximity gang, the whatever whatever community gang at that moment. Why would they be inclined to fight a racial battle against the white man then if they're not against the white man? To still show the people that they're there too to... Okay. All right. Sure. Sure. I'm, t- I'm telling you, bro. Sure, they it's wanted so- to show face. Sorry, bro, you you Come don't you, I'm telling you, bro. You would be in one of the meetings and be like, "What the fuck is this for real?" That's why I'm no, no longer. They're in the meet. Is- the, the, the the OGs are in the meetings, going, "Okay, good. We have politicians in our pocket now. They're actually putting shit together that's going to make us be able to be criminals legally now." You see if what I'm they saying? Get that far up. Let me tell yes. you. I'm gonna tell you what exactly. Yes, a real gangs, OG are, gangs are absolutely it's, it's involved with politics. I'm gonna tell you what an OG's saying about a Black Lives Matter rioting. If we ain't doing it, we don't want that shit either. That's literally exactly. what it is. What does that mean? Meaning, if we don't have the control of the rioting and control of the neighborhood, then I'm whatever against not doing what that. What the fuck do you think defund the police is? What do you think all that but is? But a gang member is not saying defund the police to defund the police because of political. Defund the police to get out of our ass from doing Who whatever do the fuck we're doing. Who do you think it's benefiting, though? It's not benefiting law-abiding black citizens. It's only benefiting criminals. But defund the police, regardless, they're not voting for it in, but of course they will amp that motive because it will help them what was do the, whatever the fuck they're doing. Right, but what was the reasoning for defund the police? 
in a black person's mind defunded the police because they feel like they could put it in other things. You can't say in a black person's mind because it was for a reason. The reason it of, wasn't just for in the black person's mind. Oh no, in the black the defund the police in a black like when the ones that were chanting defund the police, getting the governor out, threatening that they better do it. Type shit. That was the black community doing that, wasn't it? Or not? Yes, and black criminals. The crowd that was out there was that Absolutely. black lady was freaking chanting. Was, no, they were all law-abiting citizens. No, not, none of them none had of them records. Were law-abiding citizens. <laughs> I don't think anybody screaming defund the police is anybody really promoting it. Of course, has some kind of skeleton in their closet. It's like this: the idiots that don't even understand the ramifications. There's idiots that really go and protest defund the police, but don't understand the ramifications of it. I get you on that. Yeah. They're still yeah. programmed. With racism, though, and the problem—that's why is they're those blinded. Are the ones that are voting. Yeah, the other ones aren't voting. It doesn't matter. They're still the strong arm of the fucking Democratic Party, the criminals of the black community, and then they also have the law-abiding citizens. I don't know if criminals—if criminals were the were the orchestrators. I'm not saying orchestrate. Be- no, 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 I'm not saying orchestrators. I'm saying I truly believe that the heads of the gangs and these OGs you're talking about mm-hmm. meet with politicians and meet with real leaders of the of the neighborhoods. Like Al Sharpton. I think he's heavily in he's he knows all the top gang members. I think he uses them. I'ma tell you and he's I'm gonna a tell fucking, you what it is. The real OGs, they do dabble in it, but it's not who you think they're dabbling with. They're dabbling with the lowest pillar of low. And thinking and in their head thinking they have high structured people. It's like under the there. wire, bro. It all fucking works together. Like they have to sell. The wire dr- was kind of glorified, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying it's like that sort of order to it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm telling you from it like all the rolls down. We, the things I even see for myself on media discussing people that I know personally and been in the same round table with them. It's not. I know the connections they would have. It's commissioners of a city. And that's and it goes there. And them them niggas are the ones that usually get voted out the next year anyway. And it's Yeah, I'm not saying every sect of the gangs yeah. have But the OGs something. But there's OGs that can there's OGs that can like that are like basically have some kind of power, right? Yeah, I, that can tell like this gang, hey, chill, don't beef with them. There's right? only or diplomatic bring gangs immunity between gangs when it comes to like streets and cities or anything like that that's where it draws the line the, everything we see on tv and movies is glorified in that manner but like only di- the diplomatic immunity ends with between gang and gang not gang and city you get what i'm saying yeah but i think that's that's where and i'm i guess i'm getting into conspiracy theory yeah. world to a degree yeah. because a, a lot of these old gang members they would love to be in the position that you're saying no they not- they were saying they were these old, like uh, Frank Lucas and all these old time guys, they would they would meet with heads yeah, of I'm the t- fucking city and I mean, actually. I'm talking about just now though. They, yeah. The, the 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 scenario you're saying they would love to be in that position like Frank Lucas and the. What I'm not saying doing is this: no more. when it's when Al Sharpton, right? Yeah. Whenever he puts pressure, because he actually has power to put pressure on city councils and all that shit, right? And he goes, "Listen, if this and that doesn't happen, then I'm gonna have." riots going on in this city mm-hmm. do you think he's tell he's having law-abiding citizens spark off riots and arson and all this type of shit 
Or do you think he might have, it might be easier for him to plant some criminals in there that have no problems setting oh, shit on I will, fire? I will, I, will, I will take 100% a criminal before I would say it's a gang member. No, that's, you that's what I'm saying. Or something like that to a gang member that. will do whatever his OG tells him to do, right? More or less? More or less, yeah. Yeah. So if the word gets passed down to the OG, hey, go down to this protest and light this building on fire. That see, and that's where if the money's right, that's where the conspiracy is hitting because I think it's not. Th- I think it's. Still, I, I think it's reasonable to think that. It, though. Go I ahead. get why you would think it, but there is still a moral of neighborhood grievance to a OG. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't, for no money, burn a block on fire just for anything because it's now, still his. Now you hold on. If, it's, if it's his turf, he wouldn't talk, do that. Now you're talking about. The Frank, Frank Lucas, Rick Ross, older type of guys. We're talking about this new generation. Like I'm, I'm, I'm that saying, is the, way new genera- the new generation has yet to. Well, an OG we, now OG's is like us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, an OG now is like Lil Reese. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and that, see, that's where it goes back to glorified shit. All that is. No, he, he, he could, you could say that because you're a face of a gang. So no, you no, no, no. I'm not saying you, Lil Reese himself. Yeah. Like, I, I know that's, it's, there's a difference between rap shit, and I guess that bleeds over. But what I'm saying is that type of guy. It's not like we have, like, the OG that walks in with a suit and goes, hey, hey, fellas, what you doing over there on the corner? Uh, uh, the OG isn't the same anymore. It's not I, I get that. what you're saying, but they're not, they still won't Antifa a scene. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't do that. That's not there. It's still not a steez of a gang member to, to get political in that nature. No, it's it's right. not. It's not street. It's, it's not it, street enough for him. It's no, no, no. Because the the thing is, is is it's based on uh, uh, police brutality. Now, let's say for instance, hey, I'll pay you a couple thousand. You take out the sheriff. You know, he 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 arrested so and so last week, and they died. Handle that. Like that one yeah, killing. So, you remember when that one person ran up to the car, shot the cops and ran off? I said, that could have been a gang hit. I said mm-hmm. that. Because that's more of what would happen more than throw a brick over in the fucking window. You get what I'm saying? It, it's. I No, no, I get you in terms of that. But we're talking about like, for instance, it, it's not normal for, for a, a fucking 14-year-old to, uh, or how old was Rittenhouse? 16 or whatever yeah. to carry around a fucking rifle around a city but then it's like but the, the circumstances change when it's that political when the city is literally burning and they're trying to get rid of cops why would gang members not take some kind of interest in that to get rid of cops i think it's reasonable to think they would and even get involved because believe in the, it or in the not, actual action in believe it. it or not as much as you'll hear me say that they they care about street justice a cop still keeps order between two fucking streets. That's there is not the gang that's causing the other gang not to go run up in their house every fucking day and taking their stash. It's the fact that authorities can get involved as well. So there is going to be some that still will string on needing cops there because that's kind of their protection as well. But there, there is the cutthroat ones that be like, let's get them motherfuckers out of here so we can yes, monopolize in a crazy way. I think you're missing the way the country was at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a very weird time if you look back at it. Like, f- for us to go, oh yeah, while the, while the entire city is going into chaos... The gangs were the ones that were well behaved. They 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 didn't get involved. They didn't do anything let me bad. Tell you, they, let me tell you what it I doesn't, average, bro. That's that's. I'm just saying. Yeah. 
you're out of your fucking mind if you say that. And I think I think I'm more like reasonable for saying they may have gotten involved in the riots. It's, it's a, I think they got involved in the L.A. riots in the 80s. Some of the things like we see the world star videos of the gangs checking other people from doing protests and everything. Those are the ones that we did see that one. I yeah, got to give you credit on that. We, we do. They do want to show. Notice that's on world star. You notice they wanted that to be seen. They wanted them to know that there's OG out here telling you, you can't do this shit on my streets or else. You know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. where it goes down to when it wants to be meteorized. They'll media. They'll put it in the media. And it's always in that shadow of don't fuck with my turf uh -huh. more than I'm a help set the turf on fire. So the ones that you do see with BLM, they never really publicize them. They'll just say that they were out there. Right. We had the Cripshaw Crips out here. Where were they? I didn't see a picture of them. You said they were out here. Where are they? Right, right. They would never show their face with feds. They would never show their face with politics because that would cause you to be something weaker than what you're supposed to be well, in you, the streets. You know, Brian Brian uh, Bumbleo uh, said it too because I forgot I had to put this into my racial arguments. Is It's progressive white people, the liberal whites that I'm talking about. Like where I think I think that's the problem is that black people and specifically even I, I think it's specifically the gang members mm -hmm. and the and the gangsters and all that stuff, criminals, that don't understand the difference between white people. That it's it's like it's it, they look at it as the people who are uh you know, the Republicans and shit that are in power are the ones that are keeping them down, but it's really the progressive liberals yeah. that they follow. I'm a, so it's, I'm just saying it, there's, that's where the brainwashing comes yeah. in. And let me give you also ignorance of a gang member, right? Okay. Called one up after the George Floyd thing when we we're going to have marches here. Was trying to get their insight of, you know, what your, what's your opinion on that shit? Man, hey, Cub, that nigga was from down here, bro. I would have had his ass boosted up the same way. You heard me? Mm-hmm. That was his mind. Like, all there was like, bro, I would have pumped him up with drugs the same way, bro. Hey, that's all. Anything else other than that was foreign to them because their brain don't expand in politics or police brutal. Hey, Cub was cranked up on the shit. I would have had him on the shit, too. Getting money. Fuck it. Okay, fair enough. I've seen, I've, I've heard that before, yeah, too. Yeah, so it's... Like, completely detached uh, from the detached whole thing. Detached from shit, bro. And that that is... But, yes, it's still a programming. Okay. I'll give you that. It's a programming. But it's just really like I the programming is not programmed to be like the is the white man holding you. That that's the part that's I get no 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 that's why I'm saying I got into conspiracy world. Yeah. I admit that. Okay. But um do do you admit though that there that while the while there was all that rioting going on, that let's say the looting wasn't possibly some gang members like they didn't oh, get yeah, involved the, the, somewhere and then i, I can see the looting I could get, and i also have to put in structure of a gang because there's a lot of people out there perceived to be gangs and they're not really a, they just say they're gangs you know and you know what let me let me clear that up too i i'm not even thinking in terms of like gang when i think gangs i think la you know what yeah. i mean like i get there's a difference between gangster and and like I, when i say gangster i just mean somebody who's a criminal yeah, you know what I mean? That's like a, a jackboy or whatever change. the fuck. You heard me say criminal. I get a criminal, but a gangster is, is a little different than a criminal. A criminal will do something before a gangster will a do it. A gang member yeah. and a they're waiting yeah. for orders. Yeah. Right, right. So that's why even at birth, that's why I was like a gang member at birth, if they not there's believe it or not, there's motherfuckers that don't let kids go to school. They're just at the fucking hood being thugs, bro. Like growing up to be the next thugging 
and kin. I got you. I got you. So that's why I'm so, saying there's gangsters that actually do that to their kids more than a criminal that could still be in school and teaching them. Okay, shit. so that's where we got mixed up. Then, yeah, is you're looking at it as actual gang, like legit gang. Legit gang. Fucking yeah, there's a, McDon- in, there's a McDonald's, the- but fuck it. Who gives a fuck? I'm eating, cuh, and that's it. That's, Don't even think about it. That's it. And there is people like that out there, bro. I got you. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I, the whole time we were talking, I was picturing in my mind like a felon, like just a. A fucking hot boy. Like, just somebody who's doing... That's poo-poo. That's a poo-poo person compared to what I'm trying to... But there are groups of those guys who get together. They're not necessarily a gang, a gang. but they're together. But by definition... They'll jump a motherfucker together. Yeah, they'll do, shoot motherfuckers they'll do gang together. shit, but then if a gangster check them, they're all fleeing, bro. Right, right. That's what it is. That's the, no Those structure. are the ones that actually die and gets, and gets labeled a gang member. But those are the ones uh, that are dying, bro. Because those are the ones that are playing games out here. <laughs> what, it gets into the place of like Young Thug and his crew. Like technically, they're a gang. That's but why they got they... Rico'd. Why? Why what? isn't every fucking Crimshaw Blood or Crip getting Rico'd every day? But they're connected to the Bloods, right? Uh, uh, affiliates of a five-party, you know, right. five-star party. But it's which is why, why they can't they get, get the whole fucking. Thing. They, they might get a get... protection out there or something, but it's not like you're but, not. And they're specifically saying YSL in the. Th- they're not saying Blood Gang, blood gang or anything no, like yeah, that. Slime, so. it's affiliated to Blood, but they never will say Blood, right? Because right. they can't. Because then they're then they're gonna. But it, it it technically is a gang. Like I get it. I get why they could classify you made your it that own way. Gang and now you're fucked because you didn't have whatever <laughs> every other gang have out here in these streets. Right. So they could fuck with you. Right. A cop would never dare Rico. Uh, Anything that's affiliated with Tukey, you know what I'm saying? Anything to that nature, anything affiliated in, the, in those, because they're st- they still got to follow certain rules and right. make a case. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Then that's okay. when they, that's when we get political and be like, well, we're not a militia. Well, well that's, that's what I was gonna, gonna get into. Yeah. Was like, all right, well, then we have the like the story we we're gonna cover the right. Ottawa Wana Wana. Yeah. It's like, what's really the difference between that and a gang? It's just, you know, obviously they have an ideology, but so, do, so does a gang. So does a gang, yeah. Like, But the gang of a... The, the thing about a, a gang ideology doesn't amount to racial war, war against... It's pretty just much war against a proximity. That's almost like a, a, a racial hate group. Even like the, the black Hebrew Israelites. Yeah. That's more in a place of political. Like, yeah. it's by nature, it's By nature, political. it's political. I got you, I got you. The rest is just I'm a greedy criminal. Yeah, I want to make money. Bro, gangs are the NPCs in the world of. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so, fillers. so just to like add and then we'll wrap it up is um maybe in my mind what I'm thinking is that the Al Sharptons and the the political uh or the po- politicians are sort of colluding with these criminals who aren't part of a gang. Yeah, like they're getting the outskirts. They get the, the out. They get the, they're the runners. Who will go burn down a building for a thousand dollars? Got you, got you. Gangster, because like, they don't have the to answer. Fuck out my face, bro. What the fuck? You probably get fucked up going to a real gangster trying to go do some shit like that in their neighborhood. They might tell Al Sharpton to go fuck him. He, they probably yeah. murk Al Sharpton for even thinking about destroying their neighborhood. Right, right. Yeah. I got you. I, okay, that that makes sense to why we saw the gangster, the the crip, right, protecting the neighborhood because neighborhood. Okay. If I'm who fucking up the neighborhood, I'm fucking up the neighborhood. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Power. <laughs> Respect. <Yeah. laughs> Stupidity. Well, I'm out of it, but that's that's there. I'm still not 
pulling back on the thing that they don't know what a job is. But I get what you mean that their programming is that fuck the job. Like, I don't even think about it. Yeah, it's not even a white person thing, bro. It's just lame to do, bro. Because I could be out here making... In their head, I could make 55,000 more than a job. So what's a job? Right, right. That's more what they get programmed to to get fair enough fair enough i'm I'm also not fully convinced that gangs haven't changed and they're not as like holding to codes as they used to so i'm still on that but i i get where you're i get what you're saying a little bit more progressive but they're still never going to get their hands dirty when it comes to politics or anything like it just it it would it would cause a whole different rupture we ain't ready for if they actually put politics and shit if they actually put racism and shit, then it would have. Then there would be killings on top of killings after a black person dies. You know what I'm saying? I get. I, it would you be, know what? We'll have to continue this. It, black on black violence would die if they went on racial. What? Uh, the targets will just be whites. They'll no longer kill a black person ever again. They'll just be like any cracker you see. It's, it's swinging. No, no, outside. no. I, I think I, I could see it being that it's like mercenaries almost. It would become mercenary if they were really dealing with racial aspects. If, it's just you get somebody who has no fucking morality, and they'll just go, okay, just pay me. I'll if, do it. And there's was, a lot of guys like yeah, that out there. If it was like, let's say, for instance, the Amon, the Amon case, right? Yeah. If they were really on the police killing black people is a bad thing to do, they would be on a rampage killing whites, as a thing to do to show hey don't fuck with us but they don't do that because it's not a really a they'd go Shh, I'll marry that nigga too they stole from me because that's all they hear if they did hear the media they go off of the first media intake and they're holding on to that if they do hear it shit he had they gun fuck it though I'll shoot their ass too they have my piece I can see that it's just it's just you're surviving yeah you have survival mentality yep yeah, or they would go shit. They wouldn't have caught me if I stole that shit. Right. That's- right. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I would have, and they got a whole plan whole, for it. Whole synaptics yeah. of how that shit's going down, man. <laughs> All right. And you have to believe them because you've seen them do some shit like that before. So it's like I, I get, I get what you're, what you're saying. I, th- I think you're, I think we cleared it up. Yeah. I think we cleared it up. Um. All right. We'll have to definitely. There was a part in there that you brought up, but we, we don't have time. We'll have to continue this. Uh, let's just shout out the chat, and then we'll get out of here. Damn, it's 11.30? Yeah, yeah, it's late. I just saw it, too. Uh, let's see. Shout out to Brian Bumbleo. Gavin Giant. I think that's he's a new guy, U- right? He's from UK. We're going to go over to the assault rifles and we're going to get one. And you don't put a grip on that one because it's going to be too long. <laughs> and we're going to go right and then go left. You ever heard of box shots? <laughs> You'd need that for home defense. You might want to go hollow tips on that one. All right, okay, my man. <laughs> They're all Jason <laughs> Stacey. <laughs> Seems like you're all set here. <laughs> you want me to put that in the trunk of your car? And he taps everything when he gives it to you. All right. Right. <laughs> 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 Got got a few bucks of hollows here, <laughs> and they slam everything <laughs> on the desk. It's like fucking Winston Churchill. Uh let's see. Yeah, I think Gavin's new, right? Yeah, Gavin I Giant. Heard, I haven't heard of Gavin before, but seen him before. welcome, man. Welcome. Yeah, he's very active. Was giving a lot of uh, knowledge in there. Peter Ortiz, 
Good man, good man. Big me Pete. Big me Pete. Century, Llama Gang. Speaking of gangs. That's the gang that I... I fear. Yeah, man. You don't want to get that you don't fucking... spit in the... Yak in the face. Spit in that neck fucking hit. With yeah. The, oh, yeah, llama. the head whip neck butt. Oh, they headbutt you. Uh, who else we got? Gang members will probably stay away and do their own thing. Gavin. All right. All that's right. any place. Bro, I, I promise you that's a nationwide thing with gangs. I can see that. I can see that. I got I to gotta change my terminology because I keep saying gangster, but I just got to say criminal. I'm criminal, softening it I, up. If you say criminal, I completely understand. Yeah. Because a lot of gangsters ain't criminals. I'll let you know that right now. They, they get someone else All to right. take that little... Hey, oh yeah, yeah. Don't get your hands dirty. <laughs> it's like walking in that uh Ghost what was that phase, movie? Bro. I haven't killed somebody since nineteen eighty three. There's a lot of that shit going on, bro. A lot of, I I I see a lot of things on news where this person got caught for killing somebody. I'm like, I seen your face, bro. You ain't do it. You 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 got told to go in for somebody else, bro. I remember one time I I don't know if I should even say this. I went on jury duty on a murder case. Mm. And you knew the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I showed you where you were. Oh, I know him. <laughs> yeah, he did that shit. <laughs> yeah, he did that shit. Uh, fuck it. Fuck him, dummy. But see, I have no... I, I, I still have... You, you say I'm like naive for him or dumb. No, they're, they're all idiots, bro. I don't have no nuance for them, bro. I don't have anything more than I know that they're just shellless idiots. I get I you. It's soldier, soldier shit. Yeah. You just... Take orders and you go. Stupid as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who else we got? Misfit Ramdell. Good man. Good man. We've got all our, our uh, links there. He must have that like just copied and pasted. Pasted ready. Ready yeah. to go. He has a thumplet, template. And that's why he's our moderator. Our one and only. Uh, who else did we Forget have? Forget everybody else with ratchets in the chat. <laughs> You're the one. You're all grays. <laughs> He's the only blue. Uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Skrill was in here. Skrill, of course. Now he's getting his feet rubbed by <laughs> Lennox. <laughs> <laughs> or he's rubbing somebody's feet. He got yeah. sold. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, he got sold for 40. <laughs> Von Green was in the chat. Von Green was here. Dreadnought. Dreadnought was in Becoming the Becoming unusual. Dreadnought, I got to get back to uh, some of your comments on the uh, past videos. Don't worry. I'll get there. Uh, OJ Simp. OJ Simp. Our MVM. Yeah. yeah. In the building. I think that Finally was it. Made it. You know what? I got to give... If MG, M, MVM. Jesus. If OJ Simp is still in here, he hasn't claimed his prize yet. Bro, his deadline has been... I know. Like, he doesn't want it. If, uh, let's say if, what, by next week, if he doesn't claim it, we're yeah, going to give it to somebody else. Your Kool-Aid, your watermelon flavored Kool-Aid <laughs> packet's going to somebody else, man. <laughs> and your chicken and waffles are getting sent to Misfit Ramdale and Peter Ortiz. You guys figure out who wants the chicken and who wants the waffles. Um, yeah, then y'all fight for the watermelon. <laughs> and I think that's it. I think that's it. Hey, look, we're adding some new names every week. That's what's I like up. It. I like it. Yeah. Just get us to 5K, though. God damn. 
Yeah, we're we're dripping and drabbing. I would have over. never thought I'd be coming into 2023 still telling y'all to get us to 5K. Yeah, I keep doing videos. Y'all need to get y'all need to get people off. Get up there, man. Get up there. Get progressive. I need to make stop other doing ones. videos. <laughs> I gotta stop doing videos because I keep losing. Yeah, you you gotta stop going for these white idols, bro. It's <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> Andrew Tate. You lost about a thousand with Andrew Tate because you don't have a Bugatti. Right. <laughs> What's the color of your Bugatti? And then he goes, uh, he goes, um, because uh, Dreadnought jumped in. He said, "Y'all should go on a date." You should go on a date, and he goes, uh, and I go, "Yeah, you should come and tell us how we <laughs> that if we look good and if our cars are approved." And he goes, "All right, I'll be, I'll, I'll take my private jet." Why you better, shut up! <laughs> You're not even fun to quip with. And if that's the if that's the fan base that Andrew Tate that's raised, that's the humor though of Andrew Tate, the old driving a jet, riding a Bugatti. So it's Ric Flair. He was really trying to do Andrew Tate. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know if it was Forrest Thick or he was really abdomen about. He has no subscribers. Even stick. It's shtick. <laughs> all shtick. All shtick. No buzz. <laughs> and if that's yeah, if that's who he's are, uh, he's raised. Then I don't think he did a good job. Yeah. Lil Tree is an OG. Sentry. Little tree. You know what? Don't even say his name. We get death threats every time we talk about the kid. I actually want to meet him. I told you I asked him for an interview and he big leagued me. I never told you about that? No, he big leagued you? How he, much he asked for? He didn't even ask for money. He was just like on some like... He was speaking in the third person, first off. And it was very like... uh, He's like, yeah, Little Tree would do it. And then I'm like, all right, cool. Let's let's set up a time and a date. And then he goes into like, well, I'm really busy. And I'm like, oh, you set me up to get fucking disappointed. Man, he has a world tour, bro. He's got a fuck <laughs> PlayStation everywhere. <laughs> he has to make uh, fuck PS5. Yeah. Oh, well. Hey, he set me up to like, to let me down. I don't like it. It's kind of like the um, Harrison Young interview. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ask you a question. So where are you from? <laughs> well, I'm from New York. Oh, really? You're from New York, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I have a friend over there in New York where they play my 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 show over there in <laughs> my first one. I had my first studio over there. Yeah. Right. In 103.986 YSM. I used to drive in. I took the LIE every day. All right. Yeah. So what do you do other than this <laughs> podcast thing? Yeah. See, me, I, I I do a lot of other things. Did you notice I watched it back and I didn't notice when I did it? He asked me if we do phone calls five times. <laughs> like he went, we passed it, and then he comes back and goes, "So you, you, you show you do phone calls and you like what? Do you, just call in if you <laughs> don't do that, please." He <laughs> <laughs> can't, bro. I like, I, I psh, Harrison, salute to you, man. He's doing his thing, man. Uh, yeah, I guess he's taking off. Hey man, there's no one more uprising than our, our our co-star tonight, Alex Coquito. Alex, by the way, he just he left. He had to leave, and then he just walked out. So I'm gonna make this. Uh, I'm gonna put Alex Coquito flees the interview. Yeah, yeah. Get some clicks. Get some hate clicks. Heated debate. Yeah, it got too hard. It got too hot for him. Got too gangster. We should start a beef with him again. <laughs> This be the last Misfit Nation video. <laughs> Look, Alex just walked Jeez, out, guys. My ex girlfriend <laughs> making an exit. 
Yeah, Alex just walked out. I guess he got heated. Yeah, I guess he's, he's mad. I don't know. I feel bad. Actually, I don't. Fuck him. Either that he needs to change, um, put some gas in the generator. <laughs> Though they only have like 15% electricity throughout the day. Yo, from, yeah. from Uno to Dos, you have light. <laughs> Every time else, you pray to the sky. I asked him uh, what time he could come on. He said he runs out of light <laughs> at 10 o'clock sharp. <laughs> He's like, these motherfuckers waiting to love God to say some shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but Alex, that's why it's hard to get into a heated debate with Alex, because he doesn't, he's not a liar at the end of the day. He'll give you, he'll go, yeah, yeah, that's true. When, when, he, no kn- when he doesn't want to. People need to understand <laughs> that there is funny in the truth, but it's not fun to just speak the truth. Sometimes you gotta, that's why we fucking, yeah. we go off sometimes. Just Alex, embellish a little bit. Alex is a super saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, do I still have it? No, I probably don't. Oh, come on. That was the best one. I know. I think after the beef, I was like, all right, no use in making fun of him anymore. I could just reenact it. My 13-year-old son! <laughs> it's, more, it's more offensive you reenacting it. <laughs> oh, all right. Rewind that. <laughs> Cut it. Uh, it was pretty decent though. Kinda. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Wait, I got uh here. I feel I the most sexiest I've ever felt in my life. Yo, all his drops are so crisp. <laughs> like, they work, yeah. He's in like a silent proof room every time he records. <laughs> Just for the one part that we need too. Because everywhere else is traffic <laughs> <laughs> and cicadas. All right, let's get out of here. Hey, thanks, Alex, for coming on. Um, thank you all for watching and, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Anything to promote? Um, do we have yeah. wrestling coming up? Uh, no, we don't have any wrestling coming up. We got to uh, do a show. Yeah, I will it's... be, well, once ever 2K drops, I will be definitely doing a gameplay of that. We should that should one. be coming up in like two weeks. But other than that, we'll just have our regular broadcast of show next week. Over on Wonderland? Oh, You're over on Wonderland. Definitely a Wonderland on YouTube. Check it out. When is it coming out, by the way? Um, that's a usually October, I think. No, it's it's March, beginning of March. Oh, it's very soon. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. So they're dropping it early. Yeah, actually, I I believe they're dropping it late, because every other two K game has been out already. Because by August, two K twenty four of every other game is coming out. Oh yeah, two K twenty three should be out already. Yeah, you're right. So that is releasing. Night, ladies and gents, keep safe, vigilant, and blessed. Thank you, Gavin. No, no. I actually read it thinking it was him. March 17th. March 17th? Okay. Cool, cool. I might uh, grab it too. Maybe we'll. uh... But you could get um, early access on March 14th. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, we got to do a a gameplay for um, our 5K. Yeah. I do got to beat you guys in some Nintendo games. F zero baby, not happening. Unstoppable, not happening. Unstoppable. All right, um, we're gonna be out of here. Shopmisfitnation.com. Uh, grab some shirts. Florida, world goes to die. You know the deal. And yeah, we'll be back with a kayfabe at some point. I'll announce that. Yeah. I should be doing a live pretty soon. We got a tough love coming up. All nice. that stuff. So nice. yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, guys, thanks again. We are out of here. And bye. Fuck off.
The Misfit Nation podcast is powered by Podbean.com. That's MisfitNation.podbean.com.